So, last time, the party was in the city of Hale, and it was February 9th, the year 763. It was evening, and the party has gone on to do some shopping, and basically spend the evening either, like, talking with each other or, you know, other activities. I believe the agreement was to meet up later that night. Was that correct? Yeah. Okay. So, we'll go ahead and crank the time to, we'll say 10 p.m., and Vera and Lavette and Petra and Karis all meet back at the Inn Inn, which is actually probably where Karis, Lavette, and Petra already were. They were, like, scarfing down food and drink and mm-hmm. trying to have a conversation with each other. So, at that point, Vera, I'm assuming, returns from her shopping trip, new items in hand and equipped. So what Vera did is she went and bought like a shitload of amber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then she went back to gotcha. uh, cast her ritual, mm-hmm. went to the hive to imbue her weapon and armor, and then came back afterward. Okay, works for me. So that puts you all inside the Inn Inn, which is a hopping place right there in the central forum of the city. It is the primary hangout spot for most adventurers in the city. So there's quite a few other people in here that look to be folks of similar life paths to you guys, which I think is probably something I haven't really gone into very much. Maybe it seems like sometimes you're the only adventurers in the world, but certainly aren't. Um, Anywho, you guys are are sitting in there eating and drinking when Vera will return from her trip. Very different armor. Would you like to describe it? The main, like, portion of it is very amber, like it's a dark amber, and on the sides there are a lot of comb-like structures, just like holes in the side, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but very bright in comparison to the old brown one. And you can also see some bees and wasps on the armor currently just moving around. Mm, That's lovely. It's literally crawling all over you? Yeah. It looks like the wasps are building, uh, like, a nest kind of thing. Uh But in in its current state, it looks pretty schnazzy. Nice. Pretty fucking awesome. I don't like wasps. (laughs) It's hornets that I have to worry about. Uh, no, I understand. Uh, I like bees. I love bees. They're adorable. Especially bumblebees. Um, Fuck bumblebees. But... (laughs) I love bumblebees. They're adorable. Wasps and hornets, no. They're, they're just, mm, nope. I'm afraid of everything. So Vera walks in then. We are. So the- still out shopping then? I think so. Karis responds semi-tipsy sounding. I mean, we are about to go to another plain world, so I guess it's, I mean, may as well, right? Yeah, I mean, we don't know if we're going to survive this. Figured we'd have a, a last meal before, you know, jumping off into the unknown, right? Yeah. Vera's not going to be drinking anything because they only occasionally drink. And if it's anything, it's going to be mead. Is Petra at the table or is he still... Yeah, uh, Petra, Petra's at the table. Yeah. Okay. I'm probably putting away the game board. So Karis will gesture to the plate of large stacks of pancakes on the table and ask Vera uh, if she's hungry. Mm, not not for pancakes, no. Oh, uh, you feel Suit yourself, but... Uh, don't know what the food situation is going to be like in that other place we're going, so. I take out a squishy beetle. <laughs> she shrugs. Oh, suit yourself. Efficient. Is there anything we need to prepare for at all? I mean. Uh, yes, we did learn some things. Oh? Uh, we learned some things about our destination, including uh, the name of the place, the world. Mm-hmm. And what is it? Well, should we, I think, maybe discuss this in confidence? Maybe not in public. Vera looks around. Uh, Upstairs? Sure, that makes sense. Is there an upstairs? (laughs) Yeah, okay. So, I'll find a room. Yeah, so you guys, yeah, you guys can get a room. Uh, It's three gold for a night. This place is fancy. 
It's, I mean, it's nice. The, the room is nice, to be honest. And since their primary clientele is like either nobility or adventurers, they, you know, three gold a night keeps the riffraff out. Yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. So you guys get up into the second floor, and the rooms up there are quite nice. They have, you know, fluffy beds, actual feather mattresses, not that straw stuff like a lot of other inns have. All right, so let me get my, my notes out. Um, so the name of this way is Navakin. Uh, the entity we spoke to get to get this information, uh, which was a creature of light, so I believe a, a good creature, but I'm not sure. Maybe we should be careful about that. Anyway, it told us that it was really cryptic, as everyone has been so far, but it said that this place is inhabited by evil creatures, and if we have protection from evil things specifically, that will help us. I believe the uh, exact words were echoes of the past. I suppose that's true. I didn't write that down with a bad memory. However, Petravian says that he has magical capabilities that will particularly help with this situation, so maybe we found evil for him. Vera sighs. So, evil creatures. You said it's Novakin? Navakin. Navakin. Unless, unless it was asking for a napkin. Well, we may as well rest while we can. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. Is there anything else that we should do tonight, though? Wasn't the soul supposed to be here? I wouldn't yes. count on that. They are supposed to be here. I knew you guys would be mad. <laughs> Not mad, just disappointed. No. <laughs> <laughs> I saw we should uh, consult the book about this information, because it may have more. Can we just go and see the book? Don't we need to have permission? I, I don't know. I really, No one explains anything around here. They just kind of say something cryptic and wink at you. True. It, it's getting kind of void. Well, I'm going to get some rest. Okay, I will too. Yes, I suppose. Okay. In that case, uh, the group sort of shuffles away to different places and calls it a night. So, advancing time forward, it is now February 10th, the year 763. We'll crank it down to about 8 a.m., so 10 hours later. As you each wake up and head down to the common area in the inn-inn, uh, you'll find Karis downstairs at a table, reading, picking at a plate of dried fruit. Any sign of soul in the inn or by the statue? Soul. Oh, uh, well, I guess... 8 a.m., what do you think? Uh, I'm sure the two of them would have woken up by now. Sol and Alec are probably milling about near the statue by now. Just hanging out. Make it, Vera will approach Sol. Sol looks embarrassed. Decide not to come back? I'm gonna be honest, I got distracted. Well, at least you're here now. Did you get all the shopping you needed to get done? Yeah, and uh, Sol does a twirl, and they're actually in a completely new outfit. They've got a little side cape. They've got a new shirt slash skirt combo. Normal pants and boots at this point, but they're not fuzzy anymore. And they look like they've come into their own a bit more compared to the last outfit, which was more an outfit they took from their home. They got a braid. Yeah, their hair is braided. They woke up early this morning. Definitely not inspired by someone. (laughs) They never saw your braid, actually, so. True. So, this is just. They saw the bee braid on the little fuzzy bee. (laughs) Like, wait a minute. You saw Hummel's braid. <laughs> How do you braid someone that tiny? A lot of practice. Very careful. Only only druids can do it. <laughs> Not gonna very, lie. Ca- very carefully. Hashtag oh only druid things. So yeah, Soul is definitely 
in a brand new, more comfortable look. The picture, just as a reminder. Oh. It's the one with the rapier? Yeah. Okay. And you'll see the same thing on Vera as everyone else saw, but it's slightly more covered in a, like a flowing paper wasp husk. Mmm. Yummy. Well, everyone else is in the inn. They all really wanted pancakes. So looks kind of sad when you say pancakes. I know, I'm not the biggest on them either. Right. Um, <laughs> well, uh, Alec, would you want pancakes? Uh, sure. Yeah, pancakes. I think we'd hit the spot. I guess we'll have pancakes. He goes ahead and heads on into the inn. Soul kind of, like, has a slower stride to kind of walk beside Vera for a bit. Did you get everything you needed? Yes, everything went pretty according to plan. Got I off a sleeker liquorous sting the armor can i can i touch your armor yes soul reaches out and just puts their hand <laughs> on vera's chest Ooh. so so that part would probably be slightly more covered and rougher yeah the what is it, the comb is a bit softer mm-hmm. but and the interior is extremely soft like have you ever touched the, no. the purple mattresses no i haven't it's basically like that like one of those like super soft spongy it's soft and the soul's just rubbing their hand down the front of Vera. No, that's the interior itself. <laughs> oh, okay. But the exterior is rough? The, yes. Okay. It's, um, <laughs> it, it feels kind of like I'm putting my hand on sandpaper as they continue to rub down. Well, I mean, the idea is to protect, you know? This is true. Is it comfy? Oh, pad, pad, it's pad, fantastic. Pad. That's awesome. It's much more comfortable than the wears I had to use before. I'm glad. The comfortier you are with us, the better it is. Oh, well, I've always been quite comfortable here for quite a while. Yeah, not in the beginning, though, right? It's <laughs> <laughs> a nervous laugh. <laughs> Soul skips ahead, and they catch up to Alec, and they interlock their arm with his. All right, you head inside the inn, inn, and you find a a morning crowd is in there. Uh, you see Karis sitting at a table reading. I assume by this point, probably. Lavette and Petravian are also awake. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll come downstairs at some point. I was just letting people do their thing. Oh, good morning, Soul. That, wow, that's a new outfit. Thank you, and Soul does a little twirl. It's like, hello. Uh, wasn't exactly the intent. It just what I wanted, I guess. I think that adds up. Uh, make a perception check. Everyone except for Soul. What? That is a three for Petravian. That was a so, 16. Uh, to seven. Perfect. Okay, 16 for Vera, 7 for Travian, 11 for Lovette, and let me quickly roll one for Karis. I'm guessing Archie isn't around. Okay, so... I don't get to roll. No. Some some bad rolls all around. Okay, never mind. Okay, let's continue. (laughs) We got all of our good rolls out last episode, so... That's true. Yes. Continuing on, Karis is going to ask if everything was okay. She thought we were all supposed to meet up last night. We were, Karis. I am so sorry. I got distracted. It's completely my fault. She kind of just has, like, a bit of a frown. Just sort of a disapproving look on her face. But it's probably not, like, a serious disapproving look. Just kind of like, uh, sort of a, just sort of an exasperated expression. Soul's ears go down. Good morning, Soul. Did you see play? Their face goes instantly bright red. Yes! <laughs> Karis rolls her eyes. Okay, then. It was toasty? Yeah, yes. I bet. There was a fire, and it was nice and warm. Oh, I, yeah, I thought you meant it was toast. Uh, 
actually, we were around a couple of fires last night, Soul Turns to Alec. He nods. Restaurant and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if anyone decides to catch a meal here later, uh, I'd recommend a place called the Seaside Spices on the east side Ooh, of town. I suppose it is similar to Gnomish Fair. You'd probably enjoy it. I would recommend particularly the oysters. I had a pasta dish last night that was delicious. We just ate a lot of pancakes. A lot of pancakes. Why did you guys decide to eat pancakes of all things? I was craving pancakes. They were so good last time. Petro makes his way to the dining area. Good morning, all. Good I hope morning, you... Petri. Good morning. Oh, before I forget, Callie's. Uh, I'm gonna mm-hmm. tear a couple pages out of my obsession log and hand them to her. And they are like step-by-step instructions on the moves I used in our chess game. Next thing we can, when we're actually playing on even ground, I'm sure you will crush me. She just scowls at you. Oh, Matt, that's how I learn. It's just how the game works. She shoved, She pushes the papers back to you. And through gritted teeth, she says, We'll see who wins next time. All right, all right, we'll see. She does have photographic memory after all. Well, let's talk. Oh, <laughs> <good> no. <laughs> Just saying, <clears throat> Soul says across the table. However, the minute you pulled out your obsession log, Soul's mm-hmm. eyes were just staring at it. How noticeably. Make a perception check. Okay. We normally let the dice decide these things. I was hoping you'd say that. You do not notice Saul staring at your obsession log as you rip a few pages out. Okay. I'll just keep it under our mouth. When we have time I mean, for a rematch, we will see who wins. That money is on Karis. Well, you, you should have seen those games last night, but I, I mean, my money was on Kallus with those two. But I'm sure you will get me. I'll see next one. So beginner's luck. It, beginner! <laughs> who's, who, who's the beginner here? She kind of grumbles under her breath and goes back to reading. Were you part of this match, Farah? Farah is currently staring daggers at Petra. Jeez. What, what, what match? Group dynamic is all kinds of broke. Uh, we are good. definitely ready to run into fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. The chess this will end well. You know what, Farah? Don't worry about it. <laughs> you seem distracted. Are you okay? I'm, I'm fine. Takes out another beetle, just... <laughs> Okay, you don't normally just eat sprinkles like that. Are you sure? It's fine. Everything is fine. (laughs) Just wait, wait. Does that mean that Vera normally like rips the legs off one at a time? Like, (laughs) wow, (laughs) that's a fucking definitely not. This is a thing Soul's doing to my poor little babies. Oh, Jesus, that's 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 pretty. That's pretty so heartless. Them like teddy are they are they dead? <laughs> oh my god! Or do we have to kill them? They're alive. I mean, yes, they're alive. <laughs> then, okay, okay. I didn't know that. I assumed Levette would rip that's their a, first. That's then. minorly sadistic. Fucking teddy grams. All right. Look, I mean, at least they have a lot of eat control the head. in their life right now. The one thing they can control is what they kill. Is what they torture. Holy tits! <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> god. Jesus, tits. I didn't say they were okay. <laughs> no, Soul's not okay. Definitely not okay. Woo! Alright. But, God, but those he... sprinkles, A-okay. <laughs> Tastes like apple. Sprinkles. Soul, has Karis and Levette updated you on what we discussed last night? Soul kind of retracts themselves slightly away from Petro when he talks to them. Uh, no. They were talking about chess. Oh, Okay. Uh, uh, well, we discussed last night. Um, we have more information about where we are going. Uh, okay. 
We are going to bring this information to book before we go because it may be vital. So we'll fill you in or whoever we see, just whatever process it takes, but I don't want to go in blind. Soul looks over at Alec. Uh, who do you think we should go see first? Uh, it doesn't really matter to me. Um, I mean, neither Matilda nor Book really sleep, so... Oh. I I mean, if we can see you see Book first, I think we should do Matilda. Based on our last encounter, might get ahead of ourselves. Although Her, Her Majesty does like to lay down in bed sometimes. It's complicated. Hey, I understand it. Sometimes it's fun to just, you know, actually sleep unless, you know, um, Soul looks kind of nervous for a second. Alec will put a, a hand on their shoulder. Sorry. Anyways. It just happened. Sleep is good for people, and <clears throat> maybe she might be sleeping right now. So, maybe we should talk to Book first? I, I don't know. I don't know. You guys do whatever you want. I'll just go. <laughs> I'll stop talking. I'm actually quite interested in meeting this woman. Oh, right. Petrie hasn't met her yet. Okay. She's really cool. She is quite interesting, however. Can we run through your whole Eden Cleed real quick? What's what the do's and don'ts of your order? What? Just, just you know, yeah. Well, I mean, whatever you what, what, what are your big do's and don'ts? Like, what, what would set you off? Uh, I'm, I'm just asking, not for any particular reason. Don't threaten my friends. Uh, okay, fine. That's fine. Don't kill the innocent. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Something okay. that Eden seems to I'm... be doing. Vera, uh, no, sorry. Woo! Kind of. <clears throat> this is under, like, under the breath, too. Can I do a perception yeah. check? Can okay. I do a perception check? Of course! Oh, sure. That is a nat one. <laughs> 24! <laughs> I also got a nat one. <laughs> you guys are killing it tonight. All right, so Soul with a 24, you were able to pick up the whisper. Uh, everyone else doesn't hear, shoot. Soul kind of looks at Vera for a second and nods in a agreement and then goes back to listening. Basically, don't do evil shit. Well, I mean, evil is subjective, as they say, and some people are a little more picky than others. And uh, I find that those of faith tend to have pretty hard guidelines. Soul looks at Vera. <laughs> Focused on Petra right now. Well, from my experience, Eden is willing to forgive a lot. Uh, personal experience, so... Um, okay, so how do you feel about things that are sometimes considered unnatural? Petra kind of, like, looks down at himself and is like, Well, what's your definition of a natural? That way, that's I'm as well. Person over here, you have a. I guess I could, a... I could ask, what do you think of me? Karis like leans toward Petra. Hmm? You're rather lovely. She like was totally taken by surprise by that response, and like starts to kind of like and shuts up immediately and starts to blush slightly. Soul starts wrong. to mama bear a little bit. He's <laughs> not wrong, but um, that's a good style. Just remember if. If you come into a place where you have contradicting values, just don't do anything that threatens that priority number one of protecting the group. No. Exactly. More about my magic I use. Stupid. Well. People stupid. Harris, are you okay? <clears throat> yeah, I'm fine. <sighs> From what I was told, you use your magic to protect the ones you care about, while the means 
may not necessarily be optimal, your heart is in the right place. And from my experience, that is what Eden cares about. Keeping the faith and doing what's right. She just sort of looks at her, her, at her book and doesn't say anything. Alright, so why don't we start getting headed over to Matilda by this time? We have sat around, I think, enough. Hmm, it's been a few minutes, but okay. Look, well, it's yes. my fault that we've been delayed because I should have showed up last night, so I'm just trying to make up for it, guys. I, I don't know if we could relate, suppose it's close and it's awesome city, but I didn't think about that. I assume no, that public offices would be closed. Well, I mean, TV. I assume we could have gotten in because Alec is with us, right? Well, he, he was with you. If we had all shown up. Seems to me you all needed that night to blow off <clears throat> steam and... <laughs> Soul is bright red. Petra gives a side smile. You needed that night to get your head straight for what lies ahead. My and head is straight, thank you very much. Very symmetrical. Until we see Siva again. Oh god. And might I and might I add very symmetrical. You do know I have two different colored eyes, right? Are you colorblind? So if if you're ready, I can get you all into the palace. That would be wonderful, thank you. Soul holds out their hand. Alex stands up and assists Soul to their feet, and the group is ready to march out. Yeah. So, so the party departs the inn inn and crosses the central forum over to the palace. The guards immediately recognize Alec and let you all pass with a crisp salute. Soul nods to each of the guards while passing. They make no indication of your of your nods. I don't care. They're standing at attention. Uh, you head inside the palace, and Alec will take you the same side route over into the uh, intelligence wing of the palace. You are quickly allowed inside, and after a few moments of walking, going down different various hallways, you find yourselves in the library uh, at the center of the intelligence organization. Sitting there on a massive pedestal, just like before, is an enormous tome. Uh, Petri, uh, this is book. Yes, I see that. Do you call him boss to wake him up, or just book? <laughs> Petrie is rather confused. Why? Call him whatever you like. I don't think There's he really sleeps him. that much, so you, I'm sure he hears you right now. Okay. Soul bounds forward and reaches their hand out. Excuse me, book. Yes, Soul. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. You remember my name. I remember a lot about you. Quite a lot, in fact. Much more recently oh. than I expected to. Hmm. Oh, I'm actually <laughs> blushing. <laughs> but that is to be expected. The one assigned to shadow you is very thorough in their notes. Soul just whips their head back to look at Alec. He gives you a smile and a shrug. Petra goes... <laughs> and what do you have to say, Petrie? I have nothing to say. Good! Anyways, this is Book. Book, we brought the MacGuffinite. <laughs> we did, and we are... Uh... What information about where they are going specific so that maybe if you can extrapolate more, if you know more from name, or just anything you haven't told us. Excellent. How much were you able to procure? Soul takes out the MacGuffinite, even though it feels really weird to hold. Alright, so again, as you're holding it, it feels sort of, almost as if it's like vibrating lightly in your hand, like it has an energy of its own. And the world around you becomes sort of paper thin. Like, you feel like if you pushed on a wall, you just slip through it. Uh, I see. Well, 
That should be enough for the purposes we have in mind. <sighs> Thank goodness. Soul puts it back in their pouch. Feels weird. Hmm. Petra leans to Lavette. How does this book know so much? That is the most self-evident question I think I've ever been asked. It's a, it's a book. Okay. It's an actual how, talking book. Uh, how is it talking? Magic. magic. Soul turns. <laughs> <sighs> Are you not capable of magic? I thought this would not be surprising for you. Maybe unusual, but not impossible. How rare would a talking book be? Oh, oh extremely rare. Just the one. Extremely rare. Probably the one more. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Petra raises his eyebrow at Levette, like, mm-hmm. You seem to be far more advent- uh, traveled than I have, then. I mean, I took basic magic theory in school, but it was kind of... It's it's all abstract concepts and, and, and like, wishy-washy, and I didn't really get it, so... But this is pretty... I mean, you can do basically anything with magic. Making things talk is, I think, uh, pretty, pretty common. Also, we checked. And it's not a mimic. Actually, could so in for each day a little bit of this alcohol on <laughs> the, the book. Alec like just to... shoots you a glance, like shoots you a look, like back up. <laughs> kidding. Gosh. Petra leans again to Miss uh so how much does this book know? Everything people write down to him? Seems to be uh Pretty well done, but more yes, of things that goes on in the world. The whole world? Well, I mean, I know things about us. Ask it a question. I don't want to presume. Does that fail? Uh, book? Yes, Petravian. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Petravian doesn't startle easy, but he definitely was startled by that, the, by that response. Uh, hello. I don't believe we've been introduced, but how exactly do you know of me? I have had your group shadowed for some time. The moment you arrived with the rest of the group, I knew. I must admit, however, I do not know much of you before this. So if you wish to ask me a question of your childhood, I would have no idea. I guess it's more in the middle than I saw. But uh, hopefully, we do have answers about Navakin. I suppose. Uh, Interesting. You know what that is? You know all that is? I do. Is really what should we know about it before going there? My knowledge on the subject is that Nevakin is a realm that has been drained of whatever vital essence it is that exists in a material realm. As far as I understand it, souls no longer flow there. Everything has been, in a way, harvested. And that's because of the enemy, right? Yes. You get the feeling that, that if Book could nod, Book would nod. Sadly, unable to do so. Unfortunately, if no he neck. did, he would fall over. <laughs> that would be, okay, that would be oh, Beardy, 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 yeah. I have a very good joke. I uh, feel no. like I deserve it. No. Oh, no. No. I don't know about I'll it. be the judge of that. All right, go ahead. You're going to get damaged. He may not have a neck to nod, but he sure has a spine. And that <laughs> is going to cause, let's see, Petravian. I'm going to pull up your character sheet. We're just going to start sticking on stat damage. Um, <gasps> no! Think about stat. Come four, on. I think about four points from every ability score sounds good. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Buddy! Your perception is going to suck. Oh, come on. That was a decent one. That wasn't We awful. warned is you. Petra also a Marcus? Oh, my God. <laughs> He's also starving himself. 
Are all Eden worshippers like this? So, Book will affirm that he is, in fact, knowledgeable about Nebuchadnezzar in so much that he has heard a bit of information about it from time to time, as he does about lots of different subjects. He knows the realm was drained of souls. He knows that the realm currently stands barren and empty, and to get there would require a fair amount of MacGuffinite. However, you've already procured more than enough for that trip. And to get back? Of course. It would do little good to send you there without the ability to return. Okay. I just wanted to make sure uh, my fiancé was a little bit worried about that. I don't want you to about that. I came here knowing I may not come back. This conflicts with some of my records. What? What? You said that Gro was your fiancé? Yeah. I see. I will update my records. Wait, what did it have in there? Gro had been listed as your spouse. Well, he is. <laughs> then which record is correct? It's, I thought maybe something had happened if, uh... No, I'm married to Grow. however, I say fiancé because technically we're not supposed to be married yet as of the laws of my village, so... Ah, this clears just... up, this clears up the confusion. Very well, my records have been updated on the subject. Uh... This is like filling out a survey with Google. <laughs> Very much. It's just, you know, it's getting to know you, so it can send you better targeted ads. <laughs> and Gro knows about Alec. That's what you're worried about, Levette. Um, as long as it's all worked out between you and He knew them. about Marcus, too, technically. Yes, My daddy yeah. says it's a natural thing that happens. Okay. For people like us. So it looks like they're unsure of how to explain it. As people like you, it's always a different thing. No, like me and daddy, we're able to love multiple people. Just not a lot of people are like that, I guess. Oh, okay. As long as you you are not going to get held for it, it's not my problem. Well, as long as no one's planning on hurting me, we're fine. I mean, not as usual people. I believe there are quite a few people that are attempting to hurt you. Uh, I mean, people who love me, Book. Book? Yes? Are there people who love me that are attempting to hurt me? I see no record of such a thing. Oh, okay. Your paws scared me. But not the buzz is the book. I didn't say it! I didn't say it! <laughs> Anyways, Buck, what do we need to do to go to this other world? Sadly, the specifics of the endeavor are beyond my capabilities. You will wish to speak with Her Majesty. Ah! Oh, we get to see Matilda again! Isn't this exciting, guys? Her expertise yes. in the arcane will be your best bet. Alright, we know what we need to do. Shall I organize an audience? Yes, please. Very well. I'm, I will. have a few more questions I would like to ask in private, if that is fine with everyone else. I'm perfectly fine with to. Her Majesty has been alerted of your presence, and your audience will be in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. That does not give me a lot of time, but I'll try to get through everything. Yeah. Vera will leave. Alright, Alex sticks around, Karis leaves. I mostly leave? Yeah, I, I use invisibility. <laughs> just right there in front of everyone. No! Fuck I you! Mean, like, I leave, Boom. go around a corner, and kind of come back in. Alright, make a stealth Let's... check, please. 
Yes, sir. And anyone who wishes to know if Soul is there, please make a perception check. That is a 45. Uh, that is a 5 for... Another <laughs> <laughs> one? Wow. All right. Uh, yeah, no, nobody is capable of detecting Soul's presence. Okay. I actually was going to lean to Levette and say, uh, listen, Levette, are you sure you want to be by yourself? Um, these questions are kind of personal, especially uh, if you're worried about my protection, I am not there on. As you value it. Keep me safe. That's your leave. Petraven makes his way to the door. All right. So it is now uh, uh, Levette, Alec, a couple librarians, and a book in the room. Okay. Where's Karis? I wanted to jump in the other chat. Okay. Karis already left the room with the rest oh, of the party. Fair enough. One moment. Soul hearing in on this will be not good news. No, not terribly. This is stuff. Some of this stuff is stuff that Levette specifically does not want Soul to hear. I know, but Soul's in the room. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. Don't, don't, you don't let anyone else have secrets. It's horrible. All right. Levette, you were in a room, like I said, with some librarians, mm-hmm. uh, book, and I'm Alec is sort of Alec like... I'm going like, I don't really want him to. <laughs> he, he failed that perception check, I don't really pass this info to Soul. Yeah, he, uh, he looks at the book and looks at you and kind of like gives you a pointed look like he's not going to leave his boss. You're good at keeping secrets, Mr. Spy? You know that's my job, right? Wait, I'm just making shells that you keep everyone's secrets. I keep all of my secrets. I wouldn't be a very good spy otherwise. Would you rather me plug my ears? I wouldn't help. He, he like, puts a finger in each ear and, <laughs> like, like leans back against the uh, the bookcase behind him. All right. Um, I guess I have to go say he's pretty fast. Do you know of a place, an elven mound beneath the ground, a city known as Messerion? I have heard of the city, but it is not beneath the elven lands. No, 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 it is elven mound beneath the elves. It is a dark elf city. You know of the dark elves as well? Of course. Do you know of anything about the city? Yes. Uh, how does one find it? Alright, he is going to a map here. So, Mithelion is a dark elf city. It mm-hmm. is located to the east of the Iron Mountains, near the uh, crossing of two rivers. So I'm going to go ahead and share the map to you. Mithelion is east of the Iron Mountains, south of the Emerald Forest, uh, almost in exactly beneath there where those two rivers meet. You have an idea of what I'm talking about? Yeah, yes. Uh, where those two rivers meet is where uh, Mithelion is, roughly it's underground. To yeah, right. Yeah, there are entrances to it scattered throughout that region that various dark elf raiding parties would come up and capture slaves from the surface. I see. I always the whole reason to get this information. Mm. May I ask why you wish this information? It is related to my personal heritage. I see. You do seem tall for a gnome. Uh, I am half elf. I, this, I thought would be known if you have my last record. <laughs> I do. But, uh, you know, the blade of elf, I saw. Very interesting. While I still have time, there's something else I must ask. And uh, while I think it may be more the queen's purview, I would not want to build on her with this question. Go ahead. And I give another glance at Alec, like, don't say shit. Alec's ears are still plugged. Is there a way to restore? An intelligent undead creature that has been destroyed. Your group always has interesting questions. And I do stress, it does not need to be the same entity exactly. Although that would be preferable, but a perfect facsimile would suffice if it is not possible. It would be a simpler matter 
to create something that looked similar, as you said, and then make it believe that it was the same creature. Sadly, undead do not have the type of staying power in the afterlife. They're simply burned up. So there's no way to restore them? Perhaps if you were to seek divine intervention or something along those lines. In which God's purview would this line of questioning be? Owen? I see. Thank you. You do also know, however, that Owen is currently deceased. I do know this, but every puzzle has a solution. Something so, like that. Well, thank you for your time. I have a meeting with the queen. Good luck on your endeavor. Oh, I have another a name I would like to ask about. Uh, Bahrain. I do not know of this name. Alright, well, I can't fill your page just because I don't know you. Uh, I'll be off then. Thank you. Very well. Bow and head out. Alright. Do I bump into something on the way out? No. Room's big. <laughs> Alright. So you head out of the room, and you leave the intelligence section of the palace, and you head into the main holding area, basically before the throne room, which is sort of an outdoor central courtyard, and there are lots of small dogs in there. Corgis? Yes. Yes! Thola walks behind Petrie and goes, do you like doggies? I love dogs! Wait, really? Oh my gosh! What is this voice? (laughs) What voice? He composes himself. Guys, he has a soft spot for soft things. <laughs> Beardy, could my character blush? Uh, this blue blush? Blue blushes. I, I, blue blushes. Okay, so it's... It, blue blushes. Uh, blue blushes purple, by the way. I did not know that. Yeah, now huh. you do. Blue blushes purple. I mean, if I'm uh, wrong, someone correct me. What do you think? Uh, I agree with you. Yellow. <laughs> um, bl- uh, either purple Petra. or deeper blue. Petra uh, blushes a uh, deep purple, and the little uh-huh. crystals on his head kind of shift in color a little bit. Um, <laughs> yes, I'm rather fond of uh, of small dogs. Just dogs. Petra says nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, that says nothing. You know what? Farron like, also says give nothing. Give Petra Kiris goes to say something, but then says nothing. <laughs> you guys act really weird. Yeah. All right. So at this point, not saying anything, just like, the, nope. the palace uh, guard will allow you entry into the throne room. I'm assuming that Sol walks in commandingly in the front. Uh, actually, that would be Alec. Oh, fair enough. Alec leads the way and comes in and bows deeply, like kneels down before his majesty. Allow me to explain for Petra. You walk into this grand throne room and upon a raised platform stands a large ornate throne. Sitting upon it is this. Beautiful. Sitting upon it is a skeletal figure wearing very rich-looking clothes with a kitten perched on their shoulder. Does the throne look like the one in my dream? No. Okay. Second question. I forget. Was it a shadow cat or was it a shadow shadow corgi? corgi It was a shadow corgi. My apologies. There you go. go. It is a corgi. A million times better. Yeah. 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 It's a corgi. Uh, Petra doesn't even notice at first the skeleton, but more so the, the shadow corgi. It's kind of hard to miss, but all right. I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. He, he, he likes small things. He knows the small things first, and then he 
almost does a, a half step when he realizes who is on the throne, but keeps his decorum. Saul kneels down. Petra follows suit, kneeling down. H- Hello? <laughs> well, are you going to just kneel all day? Right, um, your highness, I have come back with <clears throat> MacGuffinite. The proper title is Majesty. Uh, your Majesty. Highness would refer to a prince or princess. Oh. Hmm. The more Soul you know. tilts their head. But everyone at home calls me Majesty. Uh, anyways. Well, I mean, there might be different customs. Sorry. <clears throat> your she, Majesty. She, she's also laughing as well. Sort of I, a deep, echoey laugh. Oh, God, I felt it. Sort of seems to come from every direction at once. Pay it no mind, dear. Pay it no mind. Okay. Have we we met before? Yes. Oh, good. Returning friends are always the best. Yes. How long has it been since we spoke last? Like a week. Yeah. Oh. Oh, my. Where does the time go? Yeah, I'm sure it felt like a blink of an eye. She looks at you like, and well, the cheek. <laughs> Soul touches oh, their cheek. Is there something on my face? Eye, eyes, in fact. Never mind. Please continue. Uh, I- I've come back with MacGuffinite too. Oh dear, it's a very unstable substance. I hope you haven't touched it. Why not? What? What would? How many times is too much of touching? Hmm. Somewhere between zero and one. What happens if you touch it? What What if you touch it like five to ten times? Hmm. I don't know. I've never heard of such a thing. Soul looks at their hands. Let's see it. What? Uh, okay. Soul takes it out of their pouch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. That is definitely the right stuff. Quite a large shard of it, too. Thank you. A dragon gave it to me. Oh, a dragon! Was it a I cute put a dragon? dragon? In my pouch now. Well, I suppose so, but I'll hold on to it if you don't. I mean, I've only Soul touched, puts it back so. in their pouch. <laughs> was it yes, a cute it was, dragon? It was sparkly, so if you like sparkly and think sparkly is cute, then yes. I do like sparkles. Then I'm sure you love us. <laughs> Perhaps. Great. Perhaps now. Is this about the missing flock of sheep? Uh, no, this was to be the theoretical needle to go through the metaphysical blanket. Oh dear, you're trying to pierce the veil around the world? Well, we need to go to a different world, get something, and then come back. Wouldn't it just be easier to drop the barrier? No, because then the enemy comes out and our world is dead. Hmm, you make a very good point. I'm the future protector. Oh, that's convenient. Not likely. Well, in that case, since you have your theoretical needle, you simply need to thread it. How so? Well, you would need to bind yourselves like a string, you see, to the needle, and then pierce it through the blanket until you're in uh, wherever world you wish to go to. So we need to bind ourselves to the MacGuffinite? Oh, yes. For now. Bell? Oh. It's, it's it's not permanent, I assure you. Oh, thank God. It feels terrible holding it. Well, just you wait till you go through that blanket. I imagine the experience will be upsetting. Will it affect body parts? 
Well, I should hope so. You're going into a different world. But I may have a solution. If I bind, since I don't want to, you know, turn anyone inside out, perhaps I can bind your souls, your essences, to the MacGuffinite. You would piggyback along with it in spirit. So our bodies would be here Mm -hmm. and our souls would go there? Yes. I see a few problems with that. Whatever problems would they be? First of all, uh, what are we going to do if we have just some swords floating around? Well, I suppose that's a problem you would have to solve on the other side, but... Wait, uh, my key problem-solving device isn't wouldn't be able to come with us. Hmm, very true, very true. But you seem like a resourceful group. Soul looks nervously over at Alec. <laughs> Alec is looking nervously over at you. Let's ixnay on the soul binding and just go with the full body. We, we know what we're doing with these bodies. Oh. Get if back. you're certain, I can't promise that it won't turn you inside out. Is there some sort of protection we can do in order to at least make it not as happeningable? What? <laughs> Less likely? Oh. To turn inside out? Yeah. Oh, no. Now, I could protect you from things on the other side once you're already over there, but if you come out as a blob of hot flesh, then, well, no amount of magic is going to make your day any better at that point. I thought really wanted to just be a blob of hot flesh. We don't have a lot of choices, so uh, Soul kind of turns to the group. I'm not going to blame any of you if you don't want to do this, but if we don't, the world will end and there's no point. So we, I have to at least, or anyone who joins me willingly, I thank you. But if any of you don't want to, I understand and I forgive you. There's no world, there's no high, there's no real question here. I have to go with either way. Thank you. Soul looks over at Petravian and Karis. I, I'm sort of worried, to be honest. I know. I don't know if it will work on me, and I don't know Should... what would happen. I don't know what happened to my sister. I mean, if this is the only option, then it's what we have to do. Oh! Oh, it's not the only option. The queen will I'm sorry, respond. what? Well, I suppose if you wanted to keep your physical bodies, there is one other alternative. I suppose, and I, I guess I'll leave the question up to you. I can send you now, and you would be there in spirit, or if we were to open a hole, a wider hole, uh, a portal, it could be done, and I think you have just enough MacGuffinite there to do it. However, it would require the right amount of focusing. Just enough to get there, or just enough to fall on trip? Well... We could keep a portal open for a certain amount of time, but it would eventually collapse. And, of course, the MacGuffinite would be burned out in the process. So we have a time limit. We would, if you decided to go through with a physical form. Now, I could probably fashion something like this, but I know of one who has already working on a similar device. It could be easily co-opted to suit your needs. He's one of my pen pals. Who is this? Oh, he's the Grand Vizier to King McGinnis VIII. Lavette, make a knowledge local check if you have it. I mean, I don't. I I, I know what that, but I will make it. Okay. I don't oh, have it. No, okay, I you do know that. It. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know the, the king's name. Yeah. So King King McGinnis VIII. Go ahead. Go ahead, Grim. It's the, the king of the gnome lands. Yeah. His family or his predecessors are kind of doofs. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all doofs. 
he's been significantly less of a doof, but I don't know. Levat was not that politically invested, I think. Her, she had family politics oh, to worry about. Almost no gnomes are politically invested at the higher that's end of politics point. because they're all doofs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they're all libertarians on top of that. They're like, there should be no government. Right, they're all very anti-government anyway. So the government there is incredibly weak. So um, she says that she's pen pals with the Grand Vizier of the Gnome Lands, and he's been working on a device uh, that could probably open up a portal. He would just need to know how to focus it. So you'll have to go back, Zal? Well, I believe so. Unless you can think of a way to get there here, which doesn't really make all that much sense. Face in their hands. Uh, Is Kaku Tixi fast this way, Zal? Or do you think he actually left? He already (laughs) left. You're kidding me. I... Uh, so, like I said, the choice is yours. Can I think about it? I suppose you already are, though, but how much time would you need? Like enough time to grow a really fast-growing tree and ask a stupid question to a stupid person. <laughs> if you need to grow a tree, you can use my courtyard. Thank you so much, Matilda, your majesty. You are wonderful. I will be back in, like, 30 minutes. I don't know. Mind the corgis. You ought to be helpful, Petravian's going to follow. Okay. I'll follow Petravian. Alec is also going to, uh, well, he's going to wait for everyone else to leave before he leaves. Petravian turns around and does a very deep bow. Thank you, Your Majesty. Oh, thank you, Talking Rock. This is the second time Soul stormed out of this fucking courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we've been there? <sighs> uh, so Soul goes out to the courtroom. God fucking... <laughs> you enter the large courtyard... And there are a number of corgis playing with some of the the palace staff. Uh, I'll try to find a corner that they aren't near. So okay, you find a, a quiet corner, and it has soft ground. Soul sighs and looks at the walnut like really disapprovingly, and puts it in the ground. Okay, you put the walnut in the ground. Petravian uh, comes up behind. Do you need something, Petri? No. Whenever someone calls Corona, I'd like to be there. Remember what we said earlier to Travian about keeping priority number one at number one. You slide the walnut into the ground, and a moment later, a small sprout appears, which quickly grows into a tree, which quickly becomes larger than you, and eventually a face will form on it in rapid order that is staring you in the eye. Soul is looking away, technically. Ah, fair enough. Petravian says Ned never gets old. What day is it? The it's... voice sounds groggy. Good morning, Corona. Oh, dear soul. It's the 10th of February. 10th of February. What year? Oh, uh, 763. Oh, still 763. Mm. 763 still. This yes. is being coming a tough year. Tell me about it. <sighs> Hello, soul. Hello, Corona. I believe the last time we spoke, Petravian had been He's introduced right to you. He was not the long ago that he was introduced to us. I didn't know Corona was here. His stupid walnut glowed, and then I planted it, and then Petrie appeared. I assure you, it glowed out of a walnut? It always grows out of a walnut. Petravian? No! Corona! I think we are missing some steps here. I am confused. Oh, wait. Oh, I just want to get my answers. I apologize. Please understand that the council decided to send Petravian as a showing of good faith and goodwill toward you and your group. Could you have picked a worse time, Corona? It was not my choice. Well, 
feel like, I don't know, people of Eden should at least respect other people's feelings on the matter before they just go and send some replacement for someone. I mean, I don't know, Eden's a lady, I got the feelings. That's more like Symphonia's thing. I have some questions for you, Corona. Please, I'm awake. What questions do you have? So, Matilda is going to help us go to a different world, but we have two different options, mm. and I need to know more about the totems before I pick either option. I understand. Understand that in my life I've only dealt with this sort of thing once before. I know. And the people that handled that, well, they may have had an easier time of things than all of you. And I mean not, I mean that not that you are not skilled, I mean that in the enemy they faced was lesser than the one you're facing. Hmm. Hey. But, as a warning, I do want you to understand that of the eight, the one you are facing is not one of the major threats. So as scary was... as that may sound. Yeah, so scary. scary. I'm afraid they only get worse. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to be here to simply scare you. That's not, that's not my intention. I'm just trying to give you the information. What's your Listen, question? They want to know if we want to go as our souls or as our bodies. I need to know if the totem we need to bring here or if we just destroy it there. I, I don't know what to do with this totem thing. And um, we all, it may take some time to get sale physically. True. And we're working on a deadline, March 20th. Yes. Well, I suppose the choice is this then. If you go now, in spirit, there's possible complications you would reach on the other side. Ones that you're probably already are thinking about. Your incorporeality might be an issue. However, spending the extra time to go there physically burns precious moments that you would need to get back before March 20th and have everything settled before the equinox. If all we need to do is destroy the totems out, then we can hop over to no, this no. demise. Do not destroy the totems. You know, okay, well, it's a, this, what do we do with them? You need to find the totem and confront the eight with their totem. It's We're the present. bringing his wife to him? Are we going to use his wife as a weapon? Are we going to stab him with his wife? Metaphorically. Oh, God, this is awful. Do we know? I mean, he's a jerk, but... It's the presence of his totem puts him into a weakened state. It's the only way to harm them. So we need to get the totem, get it back here, and bring it to Glau before we, the 20th we... of the next month. Yes. Well, and he's already on the move. He's already on the move, and let me shorten that deadline. There is a little gate just off the coast of this demise, if I remember correctly. And I think there is one nearby, but that did not work out so great last time. I kills me to say this, but I think we should take the more efficient route, even if it takes up time. I agree. Yes, I agree as well. If we I... die in Zell or we don't get any blessed some, it will be all for nothing anyway. We have no true knowledge of how we work with just being sold. We need to at least have the advantage of having our bodies. Sorry, scared. <laughs> oh, it'll be okay. Probably. I don't want the world to die. <laughs> well, I don't want the world to die either. All my best friends are in the world. <laughs> That's where you keep all my stuff. Yeah. What would happen to my stuff if the world ended? So, I'll just say Soul's canonically crying. Okay. Oh, well then I'm gonna give Soul a hug. Leg hug. Leg hug. We'll get Soul's. Yep. And 
and we'll get some time. We just have to plan and sink ahead and sit together, right? Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Are we gonna get to the gnome lands now? I already sent Calcutic. I'm a big jerk now. Well, if we no, it's okay. It's okay oh. if we can get to the nearest. So get relatively quickly. She has a message to do that. I think that would be the fastest claw. We could beat him there, in fact. There are literally scrolls we can use to contact this is right. Cal. We do have a lot of money on hand now. I can contact Cal. Is that um, a problem? I have another scrolls thing. Alright, I'll call Cal to come back here real quick. Just a second. I ask Sol. Miss Sol, my Stop. apologies. Again, just Sol. My apologies. I have a question to ask of Corona. Do you He's need still here. He's still a tree. Go talk to him. Thank you. He goes to Corona. Corona, what happened to the young halfling? What happened to what he was? Wait, you, you're talking about Marcus? Yes. He wasn't young. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say he's not young. Well, to Petra, he looked small, so he assumed young. Oh, all halflings are children? Jeez. God, racism never you don't stops. Know, you don't know Petra's backstory yet? Yeah. Corona is going to say, if you're referring to Marcus, his body returned to the earth. And what of the entity that was Marcus? Who's to say? Eden does work in mysterious ways. This group, from what I've seen, cared very much for that halfling. I think it would give soul a lot more closure to know he was his rest was peaceful. I will trust Eden's decisions as we all must. Thank you so much for allowing me this opportunity to serve. It's a great responsibility. And with that, he bows. Uh, make a sense motive check, by the way. Sense motive? You got yeah. it. While you're in the lock, this is a good one for Petra. That'll be 25. Adjusted. So... He says it's, what, what was his words? Like, this is a big responsibility? Yeah. That's what he says. The subtext there, which all, all you got his subtext, don't fuck this up. That's his subtext. Don't fuck this up. He says that without saying that, if you catch my drift. But he caught But he caught every bit of it. Uh, yeah. Petra, Petravian picked it up, too. You picking up what I'm putting down. And he gives a very um, knowing nod. Is there anything else? No, explain the stuff to uh, Matilda. Probably is the next step. She might have a way to get a sale. And Vera probably walked off as soon as Petra and Corona started talking. Just waiting by the door or something. Uh, Alec is with us, right? Yeah, he was the last one to leave the throne room. Yeah, I think Sol's been staring at him. Alec is like looking at this tree and like looking back at you. He's kind of like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is what I have to deal with. Alright, so if no one else has any further questions, uh, Corona will go back to sleep. Where is he sleeping? I'd love to I'd love to know where that guy is sleeping. You could ask him. Corona, where do you go? Something I learned long ago. Think of all life being connected together. In the ley lines of the world are sort of the main arteries of natural energy. But that natural energy suffuses everything, everywhere. A long while ago, I was given the ability to tap into that life and to use it to move my essence about. So, in a way, I'm everywhere. But you have corporeal form. Sometimes. Can... Wait. Understand, I am only human. Could we use this knowledge to pierce the veil with just our souls? No. And create... Oh, 
Well, no. If I could have assisted with that earlier, I would have never sent you up all to Dereham in the first place. I mean, I would be a lot angrier at you if that was the case. I have no reason to deceive any of you. We are on the same side. Yeah, my daddy's not so certain about that, but you know. Have I met your father? Uh, I know elves live... Does he go to cleaning? I know elves live quite a long time. Have I ran into him before? His name's Osteris. He's a diplomat. I'm afraid I haven't had the pleasure of meeting him. I was concerned that I'd done something to offend him. Oh, his research about you just comes to show that you seem to show up during very bad events in history. (laughs) That is the truth. Because I go there to help. Try to understand. The way that I perceive time is a bit different. I've I've been around for at least the last... How many centuries has it been now? In, in the times that I walk the earth, I age just as everyone else. But in the times where I'm not walking the earth, no time passes at all for me physically. I it's see. So I take as much time as I can to organize, to coordinate, to seek out anyone who is capable, and to try to right wrongs, either prevent them or to mitigate them if they cannot be avoided. I, I understand it may seem like I'm always at the scene of a disaster, and that may seem suspicious, but it's only because I'm trying to prevent or to mitigate. I'll take your word on it, Rana. Well, I do apologize for the situation that you find yourselves in. Do you have any questions for me, Corona? Yes. Yes? Oh, okay. Um, how... What, what do you need? Are you fully prepared for what must be done? For going to a different world and killing Blar? And for what happens after. You mean when I get married, or...? The protectorship, the ceremony, taking the mantle, <laughs> everything. I mean, I don't really know how it happens, but should be fine. Then I only have one last question for you. Okay. What would you like for a wedding gift? Do you have like a registry? (laughs) I would love it for the enemy to be destroyed and for me not to have to take up the protectorship, but that's not going to happen in my lifetime, I don't... Forgive me for having a bit of levity. I find sometimes humor is a good way to cut through stressful situations. Just come to the wedding and hope that by that time we've taken care of him and nothing else happens during that time and if there is at least you can help us protect whatever is happening then I don't know he actually he looks you over like he kind of does like an up and down on you and he says actually I just figured out what I'm going to give you as a gift Salt looks at themselves up what the it's a surprise thanks well if there's nothing else the uh, the tree yawns and the eyes close, does its thing where it grows a single walnut, which drops to the ground, and the tree sort of smokes away. I pick and, up the walnut. All right, you pick it up, and it feels warm in your hand. Since Alec is with you, the guards, of course, let you all in and crisply salute you as honored guests and heroes of the nation. Hmm. What? 
<laughs> we didn't do anything for this nation. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. I disagree. I think you've done quite a bit for this nation already. But that's just me. Anywho. I bought out their entire stores of amber. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I met huge, Billy. Huge boom to their economy. And that's true, you did. Yeah. You met Billy. She was yeah, great. And I guess I did cause a huge fucking ruckus in the goddamn middle of town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that was At the, least at a the bar. heroes they were looking for, but, you know. I guess Marcus that's I... ate pancakes. And Petravian, well, we have yet to see what Petravian can do, but I'm sure it's great. So the group heads through the courtyard and are led into the royal throne room, where Matilda sits upon a throne with a corgi. A shadow corgi. Shadow corgi. (laughs) I I guess Sol's going to wait for Alec to do whatever he needs to when we come back in. What do you mean? I don't know if we need to bow again. <laughs> oh. Oh, he, he always kneels down. Like Okay. It's um, his queen. Um, I'll come forward and kneel as well and then look up at her for her first, like, it's okay to speak gesture oh, or whatever. she's not paying attention to any of you. She's uh, she's playing with her corgi. Hello again, She's Matilda. She's kind of making, like, boopsy noises at it. Okay, that's cute. Boopsy <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your Majesty. She ignores you and continues playing with her corgi, saying it's just I'm the gonna... sweetest schnookumbookums in the world. I'm going to send a message to Matilda. Okay. Your Majesty, I've come back with a response. Matilda, like, sits up in her throne and sets the shadow corgi up on her shoulder and turns her, her skull toward you and kind of looks semi-bored. What is it, dear? We... We'll take the teleporter to the other world so that we can keep our bodies. Hmm. Well, then you'd best hurry. Would you mind making arrangements with the that friend of yours? Vizio? Yeah. Oh, yes. He's my pen pal, you know. I do. I'm so glad that you have such a great pen pal. He is an interesting sort. Those gnomes. They're always getting into troubles. Soul looks at Levette. <coughs> Well, we'll be on our way unless you have anything else from us. I hope your schnookums is a good boy. Actually, I have a request of of Her Majesty. Soul turns to Petravian. Yeah, I pet your schnookums. (laughs) (laughs) That's so bad. You can't just ask a lady that, dude. So I, I want you I to know pretty. when you when you say that Alec is shooting you the deadliest death stare you've ever seen. Soul's head is the, their faces and their hands. He looks so adorable. Majesty, uh, if you if it would be okay, uh, may I pet your corgis, specifically your schnookums up there? <laughs> I think I think for a situation like this, this demands a diplomacy check. Okay. Please. Uh, certainly. <laughs> Let's see how this goes. Oh fuck. Oh my fucking oh god. god. That was a nat one, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I knew it. I'm so happy. In the arms <laughs> of the angels, I <laughs> think I killed Beardy. So what happens is Matilda turns and looks at you with the corgi on her shoulder. She stands up from her throne. Oh no. Oh no. Has she gotten up before? No. I think she's always been seated every time you've met her and she's never gotten up. 
she stands up from her throne and you, the room, like, as weird as this sounds, the room is now freezing cold. Soul has backed off near Alex. You can feel, like, you can now see your breath in the air in front of you when you breathe. A moment seems to hang in the air. And Matilda's skull just turns and looks at Petravian. No, dear, I don't think you can. And she sits back down. I'm scared. <laughs> Soul's got like an iron grip on Alex's shoulder. So we're gonna go now. Yeah, Soul gets up and just turns around. <laughs> Thank you, your majesty. Kind of Stay in touch, kind of dears. Okay, well, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> this is like like quickest fast walk you've ever seen. <laughs> Get out of the room, get out of the room, get out of the room! Alright, so... Travian's scared, but he's still kinda sad because he really wanted to bet the Gorgie. That does not matter. You almost messed up our relations with a fucking queen who is a lich. I am a lucky Oread. You, you guys uh, file out of the room relatively quickly, and Alec kind of, like, again, just sort of shoots a, a look at, um, at Petravian and then addresses the rest of the group. Well... I'm sure she'll get in touch with us as soon as she speaks with the vizier from the Steam Isle, and we'll find out what we need to do next. But it's a fair bet we should get some sort of transportation back I to the to south. I need to call Calvin. Karis- you said you had a message scroll. I have a sending scroll. Message only goes about 100 feet. My mistake. Okay, sass is not needed, Vera. What are you talking about? Sorry, that's your voice. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Resting sass voice. Mm-hmm. It pairs well with resting bitch phase. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, everyone, while I'm prepping what to say to Cal, I'm going to stick with Alec. Are we good to do whatever, Alec? Uh, he would recommend staying near the palace. Okay. Or staying um, in the palace. It's up to you all. I'll stick with you while I ward this out correctly. And Sol goes down and kind of has the scroll and they're thinking about what to send first. Make sure to mention the queen. Right. So, Alec, I don't know what title I should have felt to you is, but... Well, technically, I'm not nobility, so Alec is fine. Okay. No, why is that, little one? Wait, because as I understand it, we have an initiation of sorts of test. So what now? I told by swords that you wanted to test me. Oh right, uh, the the spy thing, the three tests you talked about with me. So you got let me talk about these. Oh yeah, when I mentioned it. Wait. Uh, is there anything that any preparations that need to be made or anything of that sort? Alec, why don't you explain what the three objectives are in the first place? So Alec turns toward you and says, So Levet. Yes. How good are you at hiding? Well, um like hiding in plain sight are we talking or like blending into the shadows? He nods. Oh, I'm working on it. Soul's watching the conversation with a very distinct stare. It's not my specialty. Mm. And how about... Blending into a cloud is easier. Well, mm-hmm. I suppose it depends on the cloud, but... Do you have any specialized skills to, say, make yourself look different than you do? Are you any good at disguising? Not terribly at it, but uh, again, it's not my specialty. I did grow up in a place where I stood out playing Tony. Mm. Mm. And I want you to think on this for a little while, but I want you to tell me a lie. And I want you to do your best to convince me that it's the truth. In the meantime, I'm ready to send my scroll to Cal. Okay. In that case, uh, go ahead. Hi, Cal. It's Sol. The queen is sending us back to the steam aisle. Can you come back and fly us there if possible? <laughs> the response is, hello, my dear. It would be a pleasure to have you aboard the magnificent Agile. We have already departed and are heading toward the steam island. We can meet it. 
<laughs> oh shit! He would. Soul just puts their face in their hands. Well, you do have more. What's the problem? He ran out of words to tell me, so I have to use another scroll. You don't know if he's coming? He said we sh- could meet at, and then, um, yep. So, okay. But he, but he is coming, right? I need to find that out. <laughs> well, he said that he said that he was coming, right? You just don't know where? No, he said we could meet at. I don't know if he's coming back. He said, hello, my dear. It would be a pleasure to have you aboard the Magnificent Asia. We have already departed and heading towards the sea mile. We can meet at. And then he ran out of words. <laughs> It sounds like he'd be coming back. I mean, if they're close enough to actually go to, we could see a giant fucking airship. It sounds We'd like he to... may be making a full journey there and then coming back. Well, that he can expect us to meet in halfway. Well, that's why I was going to use another scroll to double check. Yes, I think right. that makes sense. That sounds fortunate, but I can't think of anything else. <sighs> I was just hoping to save one just in case. Soul's pouting. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use another goddamn fucking scroll. Ah! Sorry, Kenny. Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So Alec goes over to Levette and he says, "So, have you thought of a, an untruth you'd like to tell me yet?" I can't really think of one. I mean, I can keep thinking about this. What I was going to be saying, sorry about. Um, but I guess I can try this. Just, an eyebrow goes up. Well, I'm interested if you have the inclination. Well, I'm trying to tell Sol that I was never really in love with him in the first place. Ha! No one wanted to apologize. <laughs> uh, Alright, I'm I assuming see. you're out of your shot with the rest of the group. I'm um, just going to go ahead and assume that. Okay, sure. Because <laughs> otherwise Sol's going to just say that. I think I misunderstood. Well, I misunderstood my own feelings, but I realize in hindsight now that I was just projecting my self-wealth onto them, I guess. It was not really about... So his feelings, it was about my importance. Uh, I was just kind of hoping to apologize for them about that, but I can't get it out of my head. Go ahead and throw a bluff check. That's a two. Okay. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> be I was like, I got nights. a decent bonus on this, but I don't make decent rolls, so let's see how it goes. You do have a good bonus on it, we'll say. Okay, so uh, Alec kind of like nods along as you say that. I see. Hmm. Well, I think... That, that's something you may need to continue working on. We've got a little time left. Can you train me? I can train anyone. Will you? I can tell you, you care a lot about them, so, yes. That's why I didn't really love president. Oh. I had to come up with something a little less uh, coming ground next time. I always remember the best lies have a core of truth. Alright, so he'll sit down near you and start talking about the nature of lies and truths. And sort of start to give you some pointers while while we're waiting on a response from Cal. Okay. And I'll read what Soul sent Cal with their second scroll while that's happening. Is that okay? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right. Hi, Cal. Sorry, didn't catch that last part. Where do you want to meet at? In 25 words only? <laughs> <laughs> Just everything is with the question mark inflection. Sorry, mm-hmm. Cal. Where do you want to meet at? 25 words only? Underline, 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 Was underline. Was I inflecting that much don't, like that? Don't, don't make me hurt you. <laughs> I will end you if you cause me more strife. Hey, that's Petra's job. No, your job is to keep us safe. No, you're going to end Petra if you cause more strife. <sighs> One of us is, at least. Yeah. Yeah, someone is. <laughs> All right, the response comes in. Oh, my humblest apologies. I forget how these spells work from time to time. Oh, my God! <laughs> We will pick you up at the forum and hail. 
Would that work for you? Let. <laughs> so he's he will come here. He just wants I another hate. response because he definitely was ending that with "Let me know." I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna kill him. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna kill him. I'm just gonna take his little gnome face and smash it into a stupid ship. <laughs> oh. Uh, you look rather tired, soul. I don't even know what that word means, Petri. <laughs> it means you're sleepy. Oh, I sure am tired. Tired of all this bullshit. In the distance, someone blows a horn. He will. I just need to get another scroll of sending to tell him that it works for me because he wants a response. So I'm... I guess I gotta go and buy one of those. Alec will stand up from his little talk with Levette and walk back over. Well, I thought oh, Is everything okay? You seem... Yeah. ...worked up. That's when you have to what? You, you, you just said that's when you have to and you stood up and walked away. Okay. I do, I just... I'm, I'm fine, I'm fine. But I need a third sending scroll to tell Cal that it's okay to meet in the middle of the form of hail. I just oh. don't have one currently and I need to go buy one. No, we can speak play it. We can Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I'm okay. talking to me. I constantly worry. <laughs> well, I mean, could purchase a scroll, but there's really no point. Soul tilts their head. Alec, do you have the spell of sending? He, he kind of like smiles. Well, yes. It's sort of standard operational procedure for most spies. Could you please tell Cal that him picking us up in the form and hail is okay. Of course, I'll I'll let him know right now. He steps away from the party and casts a spell. You hear him talk into the air, and then a few minutes, like maybe a minute later, he gets a response. Well, that's settled. He's on his way back. Saul just leans back against the wall. He says Aww. it will take him about a day to get here. That's fine. I feel so stressed. Well, it makes sense. You're all about to head to, well, you know where you're going. Alec, are you coming with us at all? He kind of looks a little bit ashamed. I oh. I have to follow my orders. I see. So today's last day. I'm gonna see you for a while then, huh? He stares at you for a bit, looks deep into your eye, and then leans forward and gives you a, a hug. You'll be um, back soon, I'm sure. Yep, I have to. <laughs> no choice in that one. <clears throat> I haven't solicited today. I forgot to ask you something. <laughs> I don't know if it's worth taking his attention away, but uh, it's kind of important to it that he's asking me for. Alec, is that okay for Levette? Certainly. Come along, Levette. He uh, okay. he leads you over to the intelligence section of the, the royal palace. Right. So he takes you into the intelligence side of the royal palace, and you are led back to the central library area where you are brought before book. All right, this appears like I all you and slowed out that's one more question, but... I'm not sure on the next chance I would help her ask it. Um, book? Oh, uh, I was here just a moment ago asking about Messerion. Are you also aware of a deity known as the one hungers? No, I am aware of a deity known as that which hungers. I assume that is the one you're referring to? Uh, so, yes. Yes, I am aware of such a deity. As much as it can be considered a deity. Ooh. What do you know of it? I know that it is the chief being worshipped by the Dark Elves. Is it related to the enemy? No. There is, is no it... evidence of anything like that. Is it an enemy? Is it considered dangerous? It is 
typically considered to be a dangerous being, that what its designs are are somewhat unknown, but none consider it to be beneficial to the world. I see. All of my information on it is scattered and not well corroborated through multiple sources, but what I have is that whatever this being is, it tends to coordinate the efforts of the Dark Elves to further some sort of goal or purpose. But what that is is beyond my knowledge. You know, say commune with it likely? Yes. That creature and the one, the other one like it in this world, uh, both of them commune directly with their followers. That's the one. Yes. The, the being's arch nemesis or sister creature, a being known as the Deep One. The Deep One? Is this also worshipped by Dark Elves? No, no. It is worshipped by a race that lives well beneath the ocean. They are, both of them, quite dangerous. May I ask what your aims are? I don't really have any plans yet, but they are names I held from an important person, and I did not recognize them. I didn't really have enough information to act on, but now I know probably to stay away. Thank you for your time. All right. Levette and Alec return a few minutes later. All right. Well, sorry for the Everything okay, Levette? Uh, yes. Uh, seems uh, something's at home. I don't know how complicated it's in my lines, but there's a heal Oh. Is this more complicated in a way that negatively affects us, or is this it's like... I don't think it would affect us at all. Oh. So. Okay. Well, that's good. Then we're fine. I hope. Alec will say that since Cal is back on his way, um, it'll be about a day until he arrives in the forum, so we have one day. Yeah. Vera's not going to do anything special. She's probably just going to be taking care of the bees and wasps that she currently has. Okay. Maybe training. Try to do some one-arm push-ups, fail, fall on her face. <laughs> no, she's cooler than that. <laughs> yeah, she's way stronger than that. She can Well, she's strong enough, doesn't mean she has as good a balance. <clears throat> Mm. I don't know, she's a druid, she's pretty good at balance. I had something <laughs> I wanted to Lovette to talk to Vera about, and this would be the perfect time. So like as she's doing one arm push ups, Lovette's gonna In come the back middle of <laughs> in the this... street. No, I don't think oh, we've the left mi- the building. Oh in the middle of the building, yeah. Mm-hmm. I assume that we're probably at the statue by now. That's, That's fine. Uh, oh, okay. okay. So the party is now in the forum in the center of the city of Hale, by the statue of Matilda. It's about one one o'clock, we'll say. All said and done. <laughs> Alec does not want to leave Soul's side, it seems. Soul looks oddly distracted right now. Like, in what direction? Yeah. Like, at Alec or just like into the. Uh, they, they have their, their fingers kind of over their lips a little bit and they look like they've been thinking. So they haven't noticed that he's like right next to them constantly right now. Mm-hmm. You're just kind of living there. Yeah, they're in really deep thought. Are you doing alright? Just like doing push ups. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? You look distracted i just uh i just want this to go well you know well it has to go well you're right (laughs) you're always right (laughs) there is no possibility of us failing because we have to do this (laughs) soul it goes back to zoning out pretty much yo there's nothing very can do about that (laughs) uh alex suddenly snaps to attention as if he hears someone speaking to him can Sol notice his sudden movement like that? Yeah, with a perception check. Of course. You know that's my favorite role. Yeah. Uh, 21. Yeah, you notice that. I'm gonna wait a second so that he, if someone's talking to him, he can hear it. He turns Sol's and says, I, I have an answer. An answer? Y- yes, the queen just contacted me. Oh, what did she say? Her majesty has contacted 
the vizier in the, in the gnome lands. He awaits our arrival. Wait, we all seeing a vizier? Yeah. He nods. Of the gnome lands. I, I just, it's just kind of logic still. I mean, from where I come from, that's kind of like me being a minor celebrity. You've met me. Uh, I, Levette. I didn't know who you well. Make a knowledge local, please. I don't have that. You're a gnome. I'm gonna give you a bonus knowledge local. You're from that city. Oof. Oof. No, that's not that bad, because you're from the town, so you get like a 10-point bonus. Uh, you know it's the a 19. Viz- yeah, so it's a 19. So, you know the vizier of Whalercog is a gnome by the name of Nanton. Uh, will you be meeting Vizier Nanton himself? You know a bit more about him than his name. Actually. You know that he has served as the vizier for quite a while, and even though the actual kings have changed, he has been perpetually in his position for a while, so... Some believe that he's the actual power behind the throne, since the kings are well known to be doofuses. So more than a minor celebrity. Yeah, he's most likely the actual acting leader of the country, since the kings are doofuses. Doofuses. Suppose this is uh, how a member of the Alhambra feel eating the book, because I suppose they don't know about the wrong here. I mean, you met Matilda, though. She's a queen. Like, a really big deal. The king of this mine is supposed to be a big deal. He's a king. I mean, he's still just a person. That's right, Vera. And a person is important in their own right. Well, That's yes, correct. But it is it's just exciting to meet someone you are you know about. <laughs> Soul shrugs and is like, eh, whatever. <laughs> what would anyone like to do with their last day in hail? Well, Soul's probably gonna reach their hand out and grab Alex's hand. He gives it a squeeze. Wanna hang out? today? Of course. <laughs> and no matter where you go, know that I'll, I'll be with you in, in spirit, at least. Soul just nods. They're looking away, though. We all know they're sad. They're a sad child, okay? <laughs> they're trying to be really strong about this. Don't be a cancer about this. I am a cancer about <laughs> this. Look how emotional I am. <laughs> also, they're a Leo. Yeah? Yeah. Soul's a Leo. So they gotta stop acting like a cancer and talk more like they a They are Leo. on the cusp of cancer. Yeah. yeah. Petrie wanted to go off on a little adventure really fast. Uh-oh. If possible. What's the up? No, you're... Pull me into another room. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right. What's up? Petrie knows that Sol has been having a rough time with the death of Marcus. He wants to venture off and see if he can find a, a trinket that would... Uh, from his knowledge of Marcus, means something to soul to try to ease their soul. Hmm. Okay. Ease their... Any anything in particular um, you'd like to do? Um, I was gonna go to an artisan and wanted to get something along the line, something uh, made of wood. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like a, a, a just a miniature halfling, like a like a little miniature thing. Okay, like a little statuette. Like a little yeah. statuette of Marcus? Yeah, because okay. he knows of Marcus, and he mm-hmm. knows that there's probably plenty of artisans that can whip something up really fast here. Sure, sure. Okay. You want to have a miniature of Marcus made for you? Yes. All right, easy enough. Um, and what was the material you want it made out of? Wood. And if possible, I'd like to have it imbued with uh, some magic, a protection. To do what? Protection against evil, if possible. I don't know if that's possible. How many times per day you want it to be usable? Uh, once or twice, maybe. The answer yes. is 800 gold. I buy it. Okay. And I make my way back. So is uh, Vera still pumping iron? Yes. Yep. 
the night. Well, I will come over to her at some point. So, Bella, I was actually kind of meaning to ask you something. All right. Uh, is now a bad time? I mean, I'm not really doing much. Okay, so how do you get, like, arms like that? You know, like, so that's strong. Like, I saw the look in Moyla's eyes, and I, I, I was like, you, you keep working. Like, Vera is still, like, doing push-ups and, like, look, just looks at the ground, like, you just keep doing it. How much? I don't know, every day? For how many days? I don't know, I could just kind of do it because I can do it. It's because you can? Like, I don't know, maybe 19 years or t- 10 years? Uh, okay, what is the only way to cut that number down? I mean, I really don't know how to improve it. It just kind of works for me. Uh, oh, okay, what is that? That makes sense as well to you. I... I mean... I eat a lot of honey, maybe that helps. Oh, yeah, you know what? I try that. That sounds like a good idea. <laughs> uh, I don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And will go off and get, write some notes down in her notebook. <laughs> eat more honey. Yep, <laughs> eat more honey, you'll get buff. My- mild exercise plus honey equals buff? Question yeah. mark? <laughs> 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 yeah, that is verbatim what she wrote down. So does Petra come back also? Or is he just gone off? No, on he's dead too. So uh, Petra returns to the forum carrying a a new item, a new bag. A bag? A new sack? Yeah, a little sack. Keep that thought yep. in the back of your sack. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does this bag look like? Yeah, what is this bag? Describe Petra's sack. Uh, so the sack, it looks like it's big enough to carry some sort of object that's about six inches long and roughly syndrilical. <laughs> six inches long? What? <laughs> is that a fair, fair description of the dimensions, Scree? <laughs> we are so mature. Uh, I would say less cylindrical um maybe a little shorter okay i mean so 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 is it like for carrying like scrolls no no that, that's the object in the bag the, in the oh, bag yeah. so there's the there's bag. an object in the bag that you think is maybe like five or six inches long and roughly cyndrilical i mean it's not the length that i'm really worried about like what's the girth on it uh it's maybe an inch wide not bad maybe two inches wide I guess. Listener, I, I swear we're adults. <laughs> Please tell me he does not have a stupid sling staff. Sling staffs are like no. a staff you have to yeah. carry around. No, this is yeah, much they're smaller. Like a big thing. Okay. Unless he had like so a power pole. A sling power pole. <laughs> oh shit. Could be a power pole. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Could be. Maybe he's, ex- he's got an extendo pole. Vera's not going to ask this shit because fuck he this does. guy. Because Vera, Vera, Vera does not like them. <laughs> Is anyone else going to say anything then? Yeah. Hey, Petra. Petravian, I noticed you mm. have a, a strange rod in your sack. Do you want to explain <laughs> that? I don't just show my rod to anyone, you know. Well, that's, you shouldn't. Let's go. Sol looks concerned. Alec looks concerned. Karis looks concerned. Vera's sure. working out. I think even Archibald <laughs> probably looks concerned right now. Is Archie out? I'm going to get him going because he needs some walking time. Okay. Pick a dog. Honestly, just not very long after that exchange, maybe a minute after that, Soul, you suddenly hear a voice in your head. Okay. That is what it says. Ooh. Oh, now I'm all curious. Kenny's getting real quiet. Kenny got real quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the way the spell works is you can send back a 30-word reply. Oh, fuck. <laughs> do you want to do that later so you can have time to think about Yeah, okay. I want to think about okay. this. All right, that's fine. Oh, 
Also, Vera will give Levetta a bottle of honey. Oh, sweet. <laughs> All right, so I will advance time then. Are you going to say that now? Okay. Response sent. All right. Oh, oh, definitely when souls around Alec, they kind of stiffen up a bit after they receive that. All right, so February 10th will pass. We'll set it to morning, 10 a.m. You guys are meeting in the forum, and the Agile will swoop in from the sky. It comes in for a fast landing, and uh, a rope ladder is tossed across the side of the ship. Two gnomes hanging over the edge of the ship, waving. Soul nudges Levette forward. Oh, okay. Climb up the rope ladder. Actually, no. So... If Archibald's hanging out, without the dog around, I'm curious, would he, did he stay uh, open when I was asleep? If you left Archie out? Yeah. Yeah. So he'll bring me out. So I'm going to have, because I didn't get to show off his fucking thing yet. He doesn't have the wings anymore because it's cooler. So I'll snap and he can, he picks me up and his, he has like Iron Man jets in his feet now, except instead of uh, being like fuel powered, like jet fuel powered, they're electricity and he fucking floats up onto the deck of the ship. So he doesn't have a wing attack anymore, though? No, because Beardy said he was too strong. I did it mainly so that I, he wouldn't be so overpowered. Yeah, he is strong, boy. Strong. Somebody has to be. <laughs> Although I did eventually want him to have fucking Iron Man flying things because he's a giant robot, dude. Like, yeah, this is amazing. So, yeah, so his feet crackle with electricity and he um, basically flies Levette up onto the deck of the ship where... You see Moira is there, like, beaming at you. I am going to jump down and hug her right away. She immediately kisses you on the mouth. Oh, damn. I love love. <laughs> Happy <laughs> day after Valentine's Day, everybody. Sol is going to have a, a goodbye with Alec first if he came he, oh, he's the morning there. with them. Yeah, he's there. No other place in the world he'd be right now. That's really sweet. It's, everyone else can roleplay going up on the ship first if they want to do something. I just wanted to take a second to say goodbye to him. Right, Vera's just going to turn into a bee and fly up there. Alright. Hey, <laughs> it's true. Uh, <laughs> going to... Do you need a climb check? No, it's a ladder. You can climb oh, it. Okay, making sure. Making sure. But do one just uh, in case. <laughs> <laughs> Since you asked. Soul has their face buried in Alex's chest currently. You're in a hug and he's like got one hand that's kind of like stroking the back of your head. He's like, it'll, it'll be okay. You'll get through this. You'll succeed because you have to. Call me in like a week or something or send me a message in a week or so or maybe a week and a half. Just check in on me at some point. He hugs a little tighter and says, of course. All right. Goodbye. He takes a step back, shoots you a smile and says, I know you've got this. Soul's going to kiss him. All right. And they're going to be the one to break it and they, they turn away and run off to the ship without looking back until they get onto the ship. All right, so once everyone is aboard the Agile, Kalkitik gives the order, and the ship rockets its way up into the upper sky and begins plying through the clouds to move to the southeast toward the Steam Isle. Yeah. So one thing that happens almost immediately is Moira wants to take Levette into a separate room. Oh, my. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. They're gonna go canoodle. Better not be in the group bed. Oh, it's gonna be in the group oh, bed. No, I don't oh, have fuck. a portal separate dimension to sleep in anymore. Shit. <laughs> oh, sorry. Guess you get. <laughs> so you, you gotta sleep with us. You gotta sleep with us. Yeah. yeah. 
fuck you too. It sucks. <laughs> the floor is really comfy, though. So. I know, Mara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moira will take Lavette down to the the bunk room, leaving the rest of the party on the deck. Lavette, I I wanted to talk to you. Oh, I, I mean, I wanted to talk to you too. I missed you so much. I just thought it was a day. She um. Like, as she's talking to you, she's, like, she, she, first thing she does is, like, when she takes you downstairs, she's, like, holding your hand the whole time, like, pulling you down the mm-hmm. stairs. She gets you into the room, cl- closes the door, and then she, like, she turns, and as she's talking to you, she's, like, alternating every other word with a kiss. And she's, like, I, I feel really weird. I've never felt like this before. Good wheel? Bad wheel? You don't, I mean, I feel kind of weird too. I, I feel so full of energy. Like, I've feel yeah. so alive. Yeah. And it's it's all thanks to you. Oh, no, I mean... To that, that big, gorgeous brain of yours. Lovette is definitely blushing deeply at this point. She's trying to play it cool at first, but not keeping up. Moira, like, pulls herself away from you for a second and says, I, I feel... I, I feel, like, urges I've never felt before. And I, I wanted to ask you if it's alright to act on them. Oh, did it be before? Not, not like this before. No. Oh, okay. Um, but I mean, yeah. It's, it's okay to act on them. I think so. What, what kind of elves are we talking? She turns around and uh, close, hits the latch on the door to lock it, and uh, she is going to throw herself at you. Oh damn! All right, the coat is coming off. <laughs> so that that that's happening like immediately. So the best way to describe this is. Ferocious, Damn. I think is the way I would describe it. Alright, not what I was expecting. Uh, to the point where, like, during your activities, she, like, she bites you. Oh, damn. Like, on the, we'll say on the shoulder. Oh, shit. Well, good thing I get that coat. What? Oh, yeah, you'll, you'll be able to cover it. Yeah, you'll be able to cover the mark. But yeah, she, she gets ferocious. But, uh, yeah, so that's gonna go. Yeah, just for shits and giggles, let's, uh, let's have you make a constitution oh, check. Cool. Constitution, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, damn. Hey, I nice. Mean, plus one, but... All right, that's good stuff. Okay. All right. Well, you're going to be in there for a while, so I'm going to move you back up to the main group so sure. you can wait, like just sit in there. Yeah. But, yeah, th- you'll be in that room for a while. Damn. Yeah. All right. But, you know. So, Calcutic uh, gives the order, and you guys are heading to the southeast, and he's kind of, like, musing about the trip that he's just taken and how it's been like, well... It was a bit of a waste taking a, you know, taking the ship out a day just to turn around and take it a day back to pick you all up. He, uh... Yeah, he got paid for it. It's it's how it works out, he supposes, but... It's inefficient. It's, it, yeah, he doesn't like the inefficiency of it, and he also says that the, the stock, like, the, the supplies on board are less than he anticipated. They'll have to do a full restock of supplies when they arrive in hail because yeah. like all of the ships like dried meat is gone already i'm so gonna give cal this... an extra 100 to apologize he's he he politely declines your money he says no no i'm being well paid by her majesty okay you you may keep all of this gold you're you and your group will need it because i imagine your well your mission is going to be quite a lot more dangerous than mine thank you cal and Sol puts their hand on his shoulder. I guess they have to kneel down. Oh, it's quite all right. He beams with pride. It's quite all right, indeed. Person. And I think you should be a very proud captain. Ah. Obviously, everyone here respects you. Oh, shucks. Well, is there anything that you need for the journey? Nope. Just the journey. Hmm. Very well. We're making best time already, so make yourselves comfortable. You know where everything is on the ship. Yeah. 
I do apologize for the lack of meat. We're only going to have, uh, well, breads, biscuits, and dried nuts. We have sprinkles, so it's fine. I swore we packed more meat. Anyway, he walks away. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh my god. Oh. Oh no. Oh. oh. Am I missing something? A worry. You're missing a worry. Apparently. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking what I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Continue. All right. So, if no one has anything that they'd like to do in the, over the next three days, I'm going to go ahead and skip time forward. I do. Just... Okay. Actually, in one of the middle of the nights. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Probably more towards the morning. Mm-hmm. Pull myself and soul into another room, please. Okay. Oh. So in the middle of the night. Even better. All right, here we oh, go. Damn. Where on the ship is this taking place? Uh, from what Petrie knows, Soul doesn't sleep much, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when they wake up, they go and hang out towards like the gallery area. Zeno wants to know if Barrack could hear the conversation. Oh, okay. So is this in the middle of the night, like you said, like everyone goes to sleep, or or what? Towards the early morning. Like super like... early morning hours. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vera, go ahead and make a perception check. That's going to be a 31. 31. Yeah, you are a, you uh, wake up from Travian leaving the room, so you can listen in if you'd like. Does he leave his bag in the room? The big one. I'd like to go through it. Did Lovette hear that? Or? No, but Lovette is asleep. So, uh, Vera, you are awake, and you can listen in on the conversation as much as you'd like. Um, he wants to go through his bag. Okay. You go through his bag. Hold on. Uh, his inventory. He has uh, literally nothing. His bag is empty. Oh, you didn't leave the... No, I left my... What? No, I didn't leave that one. I brought well, the... Uh, okay, I'm... sorry. So in the, in that case, in the bag, I'm assuming you, you take your armor and weapons off? Yeah. Okay, so in that case, there's a full plate, a light steel shield, and a war hammer. And probably boots of swiftness. I'm assuming, I guess you take your shoes off to sleep too. Of course. What about your belt and bracers? I mean, and your I would assume... I, Okay, in that case, all of your items are in this bag. So it's a plus one yeah. full plate mail, plus one steel light shield, plus one war hammer, boots of swiftness, bracers of dexterity, belt of physical perfection, plus two, and phylactery of positive channeling. So it was one of those, the ones that he came back with? No, no. That item oh, is okay. not in the bag. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, what... Would you mind role-playing waking Soul up and stuff, though? Sure. Sorry, this is assumed uh, that Soul's already up, right? Yeah, I, I was assuming that Soul... Uh, well, Petri knows. Oh, so okay. DM Daddy knows. Mm. Soul's been trying to sleep to re-dream. Oh, I see, I see. Okay. Okay, so, in that case, Soul is in a hammock. Like, instead of okay. meditating, like, laying down and trying to sleep like a like a human, like a dirty, filthy human. Ah... <laughs> uh... So, uh, so. What do you want, Petrie? May I have a word, if you don't mind? I, I know it's very early. Normally, I've seen you awake. Mm. I'm, I'm actually surprised. Soul just gets up and just gestures to the door. Thank you. Right. Two of you head out into the main gallery. Be careful. I don't want you waking everyone up. No, no, no. It's nothing too important, but uh, I know it's a sensitive subject for you. I know you. From what Marcus told the the Council of Eden, um, he was very, very, very close. Yeah. And Saul's uh, looking away. I know that he wouldn't have done what he did if he didn't know you were going to be okay. But I'm not terribly great at these things. But I've seen that you've 
been having great distress over his death. While we were in town, I ran off to one of the, of the more of an artisanal area, but, well, here. And he takes out the little bag and hands it to Sol. Sol cocks an eyebrow at him, but takes it and opens it? Sol, you open the bag, and what you remove is a five or so inch tall wooden figurine carved and painted to look exactly like Marcus. It's like a piece of lacquered wood expertly carved and then and then hand painted to appear like a little figurine of, of Marcus uh, in with his robe and sling staff. It's a, a little figure smiling. Halflings have always been very important to me. I've had a very very soft spot for small things and I want you to know that he would want you to be okay. So quietly nods and slowly puts the figure back into the container but hugs the container to their chest. I I think it's a really sweet gift. Petrie, Petra, you'll have to forgive me. I just I want to be okay about what happened. It's just when I think about it, it, it hurts too much. And I feel like if I don't take care of what I need to right now, I'm going to crumble. So thank you for the gift. I just, I have to do what I need to do before I can process everything. If that makes, and Soul looks down and rubs their eyes real quick. If that makes sense. All right. Absolutely. There is a little bit of extra in this, in this little totem. It's not what? much. What do you mean? Well, it will, once a day, protect against evil. Much like how Marcus wanted to be. So, keep it on me? Keep it on. I can do that. Thank you. And Soul steps forward for a second and then steps back and looks like they're calculating something real quick. Uh, um, do you like hugs? <laughs> Does that... I may is... look... I may look like stone, but my heart is still as soft as anyone else's. Uh, Sol does a little hop and hugs Petrie. Thank you. Yeah. I still hate you, though. <laughs> and Sol, like, leans back and smiles at him. Wouldn't have it any other way. Good. Um, I'm gonna try to sleep somewhere. I think you should, too. Be as rested as possible, because we're gonna experience a whole new level of hurt, I think, than anyone should. Well, it'll be an adventure. Agreed. Tomorrow's another day. Also, what are your intentions with my daughter? <laughs> with your what? Sorry, Karis. Uh, Petra blushes a little bit, but she's very attractive. Alright, if I see you out of line... I will make you hurt emotionally, but... You may smite me where I stand. In the meantime, get to know her, and we'll see where that happens, where that goes. I don't know. I'm a good mom. <laughs> Soul playfully punches the side of Petra's arm and then goes back into the room to sleep. All right. Roll for damage. <laughs> Crit. Soul curls back up into their hammock. All right. What do you do, Petravian? Petravian goes and preps his, does his early morning prayers. Alright. Preps for the day. Okay. Okay. So, okay, you now have a Marcus statuette in your inventory. What it's going to do is, once per day, it allows you to cast protection from evil on yourself. 
It lasts for one minute, and in order to use it, you have to take the statuette out and say a command word. Wait, I don't know the command word! You just have to ask Petravian. God damn it! <laughs> so you get back in the hammock, and sleep quickly finds you. And in that sleep, you have a dream. Okay. Let's hear it. You find yourself in a room. The room is colorless. The air here feels heavy. Like, there's a lot of dust in it. It's hard to breathe. You grasp at your chest for breath, and it's difficult. You're not alone. You look around, and you see other people. Each of them are wearing a mask. The masks are almost featureless. They all stare at you. Am I able to control my dream at all? A little like bit. Like, in the dream? Somewhat. You can look around. When you try to speak, you don't find your voice. But what you I've notice, you look around and you are surrounded by seven people and they're all looking at you with masks on and none of them say anything. You go to speak, you can't. As you spin around to look at the people surrounding you because you're in the middle of this colorless room, you notice that there are no doors to leave. Do any of the figures look familiar, like other distinctions past the mask? No, they're all featureless. Featureless oh. humans, possibly humanoid figures. It's impossible to tell their race with the masks they're wearing. But they're all about the same height, and they're all looking at you intently. And then you turn around, as you continue spinning, you see there is a door where there wasn't before. The door stands open, and in the doorway is a figure made of pure darkness. And you awake with a cold sweat. Okay. Alright, it is now the morning of the 11th? Or no, sorry, 12th. Yes. 12th. Morning of the 12th. So the journey will be the 12th, 13th, and 14th, and you should arrive late on the 14th. Is there anything you would like to do during your flight journey to the Steam Isle? I had some things I wanted to do, but had a recent event that kind of put them out of balance. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, you find yourself occupied more than you expected. Okay. Well, I was going to craft stuff, but I guess it's your call on whether or not I have the time for it. Um, no. No, you don't. Oh, boy. <laughs> the 12th, 13th, and 14th will pass with little outside interruptions or events as your ship plies its way across the continent. Is that, Has Moira done anything that out of the ordinary? You haven't uh, seen a lot of Moira, TVH. Moira and Lavette have been very busy in this last, over this journey. Like, you pretty oh, much wow. only see them at mealtime where they're both kind of eating ravenously. <laughs> to, re to, re to replenish their calories. But Soul you... looks like they're enjoying this small little realization of, ah, she was on the other foot now. <laughs> but yeah, you get you get the sense that they've um, they've been preoccupied with each other. Hail hydrate. Basically, at one of the meals, Petra looks over to Levette and says, "So you're keeping hydrated? It's very, very." Air is really dry up here, isn't it? You just see Soul across the deck. Petri! What? Leave her alone! <clears throat> what? <laughs> Go talk to Karis or some shit. Leave Levette alone. She's having a good time. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Petri! Uh, you want to say something? Levette I has like, want a glare you... in her eyes, but a smile on her lips. I want to make sure you're well hydrated. Soul goes over and <laughs> grabs Petrie's arm and drags I... him to the other side of the ship. <laughs> you leave her alone. She has had a rough time, and she's finally happy right now, so just let it happen. <laughs> oh. Okay. Thank you. Soul sets Petrie next to Karis. P 
Petri blushes a little. Karis blushes a little. Oh boy. So, Petravian. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Miss, Miss Karis. How have you been? I. Uh, it's been a very pleasant voyage. Have you needed much ginger tea? Earth is staring daggers <laughs> at Petra this entire time. So uh, most except by Vera. I think that I might be getting my sky legs, so I I think I haven't needed quite as much as I expected, I guess. Thanks for asking. Wonderful. Well, I'd hate for you to have a bad voyage. That was a nice thing you did for Sol. They seem so sad. Mm, I don't like it when people are sad. I want to do what I can to help. Is there anything I could help you with? Like, no? No, 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 I can't, I can't, <clears throat> I can't think of anything, um, at the moment, uh, you, you do, I don't, mm, uh, I can't really, how, how well do you, have you talked to anyone in the group about me? Um, no, I would seem rude. Well, Straight people in my party? <laughs> I'm, um. Thanks, Grim. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on here? Is that even That's what I signed up for? <laughs> also, keep your hands off my child, because uh, otherwise like, you will actually die. There's something that I don't know if you know about me. Well, I already know you're very pretty. Like, Vera's glaring, and Sol's just got this, like, shit-eating grin while watching the exchange from across the deck. <laughs> I... Just intensifies. <laughs> okay, so... I didn't exactly have a normal upbringing. Part of it was some magical rituals that were done. Mm. They, um, changed me. Mm -hmm. Petra looks, looks them up and down and said, Into what? I, um... She she kind of like looks off in the middle distance and and kind of uh, mouth and mouths shut up to something that isn't there. Yay! Yeah. I miss oh. her sister. <laughs> and she she kind of like looks back over. She finally like turns her head and actually like looks at Petra for the first time because she's been sort of like embarrassedly looking at you know the the ground or her mm -hmm. food. I um I can't touch anyone. Do you not like germs either. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. I don't like germs. She rolls up one of her sleeves, mm -hmm. and you can see an intricate tattoo pattern that seems to go up her arm. She Soul's, she what? So smug uh, expression, watching the interaction now looks uncomfortable, and they look away now. It's a type of magic that I don't really understand very well myself, but it it's all. It's, it's, well, it changes some things about me. I can't hug a person. Mm. I can't, I can't kiss a person. It's, um, it's difficult sometimes. Well, I've always liked a challenge. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> she just sort of has, like, this simmering level of red on her face. And she just goes back to eating quietly. <laughs> He now says that why. while he's looking. He 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 was saying that while looking forward, kind of 
just enough that uh, Karis could hear it. I'm so happy. <laughs> My baby! She she scooches imperceptibly closer to Petra. Still Soul leaving a probably still leaving a comfortable distance between them, of course. Soul can probably hear a unhappy exhale from Vera. It's a <laughs> Vera. What? You okay, like several days ago you seemed fine with Petrie, and now you seem like you absolutely hate him. What's going on? We can just the sooner we get this over with, the better. Vera? Looks at Soul. I just want you to actually tell me what you're thinking. I know you're hiding something. Not exactly hiding, but you're not telling me something. What's going on? Please. You can't be trusted. You can't trust him. Soul takes out the item that Petra gave him. He gave me this. Vera, in good faith to make me feel better. He gave you that? Yeah. You think I would have gotten a statue of, you know, carved? Well, can't even think about it. It's nice that he gave you that and not a death threat. I'm sorry, he did what? D- don't, don't worry about it. I always but, worry. Duh. Talk to me, Vera. Did he, he hurt you? He told me... That if I was out of line, that he would deal with me, just like all of his people. Soul stands up and walks over to Petra. <clears throat> Karis looks up at you with, like, again, still like an embarrassed look on her face, like, like, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of flushed face. Ooh. And she's, Are you okay? she starts to apologize. It's, it's okay, Soul. It's really, it's fine. We were just talking. Oh, I'm not worried about that. I'm fine with you two talking. Oh. You seem to get along very well. Soul winks really quick at Karis. She looks away, still Soul embarrassed. Puts a really quick dancing light on Karis's nose. She laughs. Petrie. So... <laughs> yes. I need to talk to you really quick. Absolutely. Thank you. Karis will be right back. Okay, sweetheart. Uh, sure. I'll I'll be here. Okay. Okay. And Soul leads Petrie down to the gallery. Hey, buddy. How? What can I do for you? Vera told me that you threatened her. When? Do you want me to go get her? She'd probably kill you. Look, she has some anger issues. (laughs) Well... What did you say to her that makes her think something like that? (sighs) The followers of Malefra Mm -hmm. in the past. Yeah. From what I've been... Told. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The followers of the cult of Malefra. I'm sorry, what did you just call it? The followers of the cult of Malefra. It is not a cult! <laughs> DM Daddy, shut up. Soul has been totally like. <laughs> um, I'm. I have helped get followers for this religion, this following. Um, it is not what you just said. That is a bad word and a mean word, and you need to take it back. I share with Soul the. All the different, I guess they'd be called uprisings, the emergences of the, of the, uh, of the cult of uh, Malefra. All these different emergences of the religion of Malefra have brought about, don't give a shit, have brought about great strife. Mm -hmm. And I only told Vera, I only told Miss Vera that I am here to protect this mission 
and the people in it from threats from without and within. Are you stupid? That's like the <laughs> dumbest thing you could have said to Vera. Really? Please tell me you ended there. Please tell me that was all you told her. What else did you tell her? She made some comments about a knife in the back and I said it wouldn't be a knife, it'd be a hammer. I think you're literally as dense as you look. Really? You told her that? I've never been wow. told I've been bright. Mm. Caring, but not that bright. Well, you can care a little bit better with your words next time. I have to clean up your mess right now. So maybe not say anything bad about Vera. And plus, a second point, who says Vera isn't going to change everything? Maybe this part of Mellifera is the change that this world needs. I believe in her. Can't you give her a chance? Just because you know something from the past doesn't mean it can't improve. People like you who assume stuff like that you're the kind of people that would cause those problems to begin with because you don't believe in someone. She is my best friend, and I will defend her to the end of the earth. And if you threaten her again, I'm pretty sure she'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> you may protect her. Oh, I don't need to protect her. I'm just sharing with you what I've been taught. I give people the, be the benefit. Well, next time, Petra, I need you to choose your words better so that I don't have to go and help everyone else feel okay in the group. We're about to go to a different world. We do not need inner conflict. And if you want to keep seeing my daughter, you're going to have to be better about it. Blush. That's what I thought. <laughs> Look, Petrie, I appreciate the gift from yesterday, and I want you to work in our group. Please be careful with your words. I'm going to go fix this, but just think a little next time. If not for me or Vera, do it so you can keep talking to Karis. When we get the chance, you need to tell me everything about why she can't be touched. Soul I'm, looks horrified. I'm not, I'm not going to press the issue with her. I'm not um, going to try to, I'm not going to try dude. to touch her, but. Ah, uh, dude. <laughs> TMI, okay. Um, but Karis will tell you everything that you need to know if you just ask her. She's a smart cookie. You don't have to go behind doors to ask things about her. She's smart. She's brilliant. She has a photographic memory and she's really awesome. A lot of things that I'm not. <laughs> then, if you want to get to know her, just keep talking to her. She'll let you know her boundary. And if you're smart enough, you'll listen. Okay? Come on, Petrie, and Sol, like, smacks his shoulder. It'll be okay. I have to go talk to Vera now. You may go sit by Karis again if you wish. Just don't get out of line again, okay? Vera's our leader. We need her. I, I always thought you were. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's definitely Vera. I'm there for moral support, mostly. <laughs> yeah, the bard. The bard can't be the leader. It's not allowed. <laughs> So I'm going to go up, I'm going to go talk to Vera, and you take some time to think about what we just talked about, okay? And no more telling Vera you're going to smash her head in with a giant hammer, okay? Not that big. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go. <laughs> Sol goes back up to the deck and goes to Vera. Hey. 
Yes. So I just yelled at Petri, and he won't hurt you. Also, I told him he was very mean for what he said. Well, I appreciate it. Also, I told him you'd totally be able to fuck him over if he ever got out of line. Oh, I would. I know, right? That's what I was saying. But I told him to watch himself and to not just go around willy-nilly saying stupid, rude things. You deserve better, Vera, okay? And Sol touches Vera's shoulder. Millie deserves better. And this doesn't change the fact that I can't trust him. That's okay. But at least we're setting the groundwork to have you guys trust each other. Okay? Sure. Look, just looks down. Uh, and Vera will be messing with the metal apiary that Lavette made. Oh. Like, she's probably collecting honey out of it. Oh. <laughs> you don't have to try per se, but he will. And we have a thing to do, so I trust you'll do what's best for everyone. You because that's what you always do. You're the best. Thank you, so. Yeah. Did you eat? Did you put food in your mouth? Looks up like a empty bowl, like, yes. Okay, just checking. Just checking. Soul looks up. Like, now that Soul's done with that, they, like, look over to, like, smile at Karis and then notice she's over by the grate. Karis smiles back at you. What? Soul blushes and walks over? What? What are you doing? I was just standing around. What were you doing? Fixing things. Oh, yeah? Like normal. <clears throat> what? Why are you smiling like that? What did I do? It was good advice. Uh, what was... It was good advice. That's all. <laughs> Soul looks like a deer in headlights. And I consider myself uh, a little sister, not a daughter. I know. <laughs> Soul <laughs> just buries their face in their hands. Oh, you weren't supposed to hear that. She just stands there and smiles at you. Soul forces a, a little dancing light to boop Karis's nose. Oh, she she was listening at the oh, grave. Oh, yes, oh. she was. Door. <laughs> oh. She know everything. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to use me as a bargaining chip, you know. It's, no, it's even more embarrassing. It's not like anything can happen anyway. Come on. It's not about physical things happening. If you want to spend time with someone, I think that's just as important as someone being physical, Paris. Maybe even more important. Yeah, it's easy for you to say. Soul looks kind of offended, but is blushing. I'm, I'm sorry, Karis. It's, it's alright. I just... That's something I have to get used to. I just wanted you to be happy. I didn't mean to intrude. It's alright. Um, it's okay. And hey, maybe when this is all over, we can maybe see about, well, once once my sister's back, then we can see about getting rid of, you know, she like rubs one of her arms. All of that. Soul flinches. Um, only if you're okay with that. It would be different. It'll be okay. I know. Please don't tell me she just kind of like has a grin on her face yeah she takes a step away from the grate sits back down by the side of the ship Soul goes to sit back down with Vera face in hands embarrassed what's the matter with you? I try to fix too many things more problems with Karis? no she's a sweetheart and I love her I just feel awkward ah did you say something wrong to her? No. Then then why are you 
Our power. Sol just looks up with puppy eyes. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Can I lean on you? I prefer it if you don't. Also, okay. also there is like wasps and honeybees literally Ew. crawling on it. Just looking over and be like, mm, no, nah, maybe not. Oh, there's like feeling like I don't, I don't feel awkward. I can't fucking help you here. I've never felt awkward before. I just do shit, and people can deal with the consequences. Not my fucking problem anymore. Vera lives with a level of freedom that the rest of us just have to envy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So just curls up as an embarrassed mess. Well, that's it for me. So Moira is eating like a bowl of stew uh, with one hand and her other hand is beneath the table on the inside of Lovette's thigh. Jeez. This is a big 180 from Lovette's life. <laughs> Fucking rest of her life. Petra makes his way back to the deck, to the mess hall and asks Karis, do you mind if I sit back with you? She shoots you a big smile and says, not at all. And she kind of like scoots over a little bit to make room for you. So, do you like books? I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, hold on. Uh, with an intelligence... Beardy, can he read? <laughs> with that intelligence? Yes. Dude, 10 is average. Okay, just making sure. Yeah, I think you're around the same intelligence as Soul. Oh, wait. Never mind. No. Their wait, wisdom's yeah. low. Soul's dense, but at least they're smart. <laughs> yeah. Petra's not that smart, but he sure has. He's, he comes up with some uh, sage like sayings. For example, I have a big sack. <laughs> or, or it won't be a knife. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite or, sage thing. It won't or be a can knife. Can I touch your smooch Again. Again. Not smart. But wise. Is that's not a wise thing wise? to do. Was it wise or just really, really dumb? Oh, that's fantastic. That's so good. Does Petronian uh, wise or just really, really far away? away? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alternate title for the episode. <laughs> Can I touch your snookums? Or is he really far away? Final next time. Anyway, so we're not stopping. Um, we we're not another, stopping. We gotta get to another fucking world tonight. Come on. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah. So Karis asks if you if you like any books. I don't read often, but I'd like to share it. She, you have some. She looks like a little heartbroken. You you don't read much. Oh, but books are amazing. They offer you the ability to learn from everyone else's experiences. From all times of, of history. Do you have any any with you? Um, yes, but I don't think you would like them. Oh. Uh, tell you what, next time we go to a town with a library, I will get you as many books as I can carry. <gasps> it's like three books. <laughs> yeah, it's like three books. <laughs> <laughs> How about we both go and I can carry them for you? I would like that very much. The crystals on his head are abs- just absolutely glowing. Like they're actually glowing. Oh my god. He's, He's going gonna nuclear. Glow! <laughs> <laughs> Bomb has been planted. I'm glad we were all on the same page about that one. <laughs> oh god. Oh. 
Robin is so embarrassed his head explodes. Relevant, <laughs> <laughs> and we were doing anything. I think they're the only ones. Yeah, they're oh, going yeah. to. The, oh, yeah, they, they're going they're to their room. They're, they're going to their room. Like, yeah, I figure there's a lot of stuff that Lovette actually wants to talk to the party about, but I think that it can wait. <laughs> Karis, do you can feel you the boat rocking a lot? I mean, it's suspended in the air, so I don't, it's hard to say. And hmm. Honestly, I'm just trying to get used to it. It's not going to be as bad of a stomachache as it used to. Mm. I'm much happier on the ground. Yeah, me too. I mean, honestly, if I'm going to be fully comfortable, it's actually in an underground room. I still mm. feel sort of at home there, kind of safe and, you know. I know exactly how you feel. It's kind of like a burrow or something, I guess. Exactly. Not dark or dank, just cozy. I mean, you say dark and dank like they're a bad thing. <laughs> say dank like it's a bad thing. <laughs> It's like, I mean, I've chosen the wrong input for this conversation in my dating sim. I mean, I <laughs> found all those things kind of charming in their own way. Hmm. I, for um, me, it's just the earth and connection to it. As you can tell, I'm part earth. <laughs> I feel at home underground. I mean, that's what I did when I was younger. Yeah, I'm, I didn't really have a great childhood. Well, I hope that we I hope we can make your from here on better. Oh, oh, the group already has. They 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 saved my life and showed me so many great things, and I I owe them everything. I hope to make it up to them someday. Well, I will do what I can to help. All right, so the two of you will continue chatting for some time. So time's going to travel forward. So we're going to jump to the fourteenth. So we're going to jump two days. And I have a quick message to relay to one of the characters. Sol, you have one more dream. Not oh. not the second night, but the third night, you have another dream. So two nights okay. later, you have a dream. You are standing in an endless void. All that exists is the floor you're standing on. And it seems to stretch off in every direction. It's made of wood, but the floor is wooden. And it's like heavily worn with age. It, it looks almost like a, a poorly carpentered table. And it's sort of uneven boards, and it goes off into every which direction. There's no light in the sky, but yet you can still see the area around you somehow. You look around, and you don't quite understand what you're seeing. You see, like, these mountainous things around you. Like, um, at first you're not quite sure what they are, but then you come to realize that they're plates and bowls, but they're much larger than you. And you realize that you're standing upon what is essentially a dining table or feasting hall. Oh, okay. That's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a dream. Right? It is weird. Yeah. Is there anything you would like to do on this table? Yeah, I'll explore. Okay. You, if you, I can move in my dream. You can move. Um, you kind of glide along a little bit. It's strange. You're, you're walking, but you don't really have legs. What do I have? Like, you can't see yourself. Oh, okay. Can I float upward? No. You seem bound to the ground somehow. The table. To the yes, to the table. Okay, you see, um, yeah, as you continue going, you see like mugs and steins that are towering structures. You are see, there any people at these tables? As far as you you look off in the distance, and it's just darkness. After a certain distance, like there's no there's no source of light, but yet you can see the area directly around yourself. Can I keep moving forward then? 
So you continue on and you move past a stein and you move past uh, what appears to be a large napkin curled over and like wadded up and thrown to the side. It smells of grease. Grease? The mm-hmm. napkin? Yeah, like animal grease, like animal fat. Okay. You see a cast aside fork that has like bits of meat stuck on it that are the size of you, basically. You move mm-hmm. past that and you come to what appears to be a large wall. You're not sure what the wall's made of. It's it's different than everything you've seen so far. Like the table meets the wall? Mm-hmm. Can I go up and touch the wall? Yeah, you can go up and touch it, and it sort of yields slightly to your touch. Like, it's somewhat squishy. Squishy. And it has, like, these spears coming out of it. Can I push it? Yeah, you, you push it slightly, and you kind of indent a little bit where you're pushing, and suddenly the entire wall moves away from you slightly. And it's in that moment you realize that the wall is not a wall, but it's an arm of some gargantuan thing sitting at the table. What's the thing when I look up? It's darkness. Like, you can only see so far ahead of yourself. But the, the, the wall moves away, and you see two pinpoints of red light above you. Like, directly above me? Yeah. Far above you. Hello? Can I speak? You go to speak, but again, your voice is gone. And the two pinpoints of red light expand until you realize that they are illuminated eyes of some form. And this thing is 10,000 times your size, and it's getting closer. It's You pressed its arm, and now it knows you're there. You are filled with a terrible sense of dread. Can I move away? You try to move away, but your non-legs fail to move through sheer terror. You see a hand, the size of which is indescribable, move into your view and pick you up off the ground. Its touch is uncaring, and you can feel your body get squeezed in such a way that you're sure it's, it's completely destroyed you. You can't feel your bones breaking, but you know that your bones are broken. If that, if that makes sense. Oh my sense. god! So, I'm just stuck. It's holding you in its hand. Yeah, Can it lifts I talk you. Now? No, your like your your lungs are are essentially burst at the moment. Uh, it lifts you up off the ground, closer and closer to these two red lights, and you can see a twisted mouth with jagged teeth. And, uh, is this Glarv? Do, do I, is, am I looking at Glarv or something? Yeah, it does look like Glarv. Uh, but it's also a dream, so it's not quite the same. It's worse. It's worse. You see this twisted smile with like jagged teeth behind it, and the last thing you see is when it tilts its head back and drops you into its mouth. No. You awake with a cold sweat. Fuck! No! Alright, we're going back to the main channel. Alright, so that is the morning of the 14th. Let's land this bitch. (laughs) Well... That Java bitch. (sighs) Let's let's land this very fine vessel. Land this cunt. (laughs) 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 What's happening? So, if anyone has anything they'd like to do on the 14th, please let me know, otherwise we're gonna skip it. Let's arrive! Yeah, Yeah, I think it sounds to me like Lovett's got hands pretty full, and as well as other things. So I, I don't think that there's anything else I really can do for now. Alright, so by the end of the 14th 
uh, it is late evening when you finally finish crossing the rest of the channel and you reach the city of Whalercog. And that is where we will call it for the evening. For listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDD. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time.